From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here, I'm going to ask you this question, and then I'm going to wait five seconds to have Maury come running on in here. The okay. question is, do you kiss your dog more than your significant other? No. One, two, three, four. Hello, Maury. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, no, you can stay <laughs> So, Mocha, you said no. no. You kissed Jenna far more than you kissed the dog. Yeah. Uh, damn it, Maury, you kiss the dog more than you kiss Matthew. Like 10 times more. Really? Huh? Like maybe even 20 times more if you want to do the math. How many times do you kiss Matthew in a day? Do you kiss every day? No. Is there always a kiss? No. no. There's not. No. Oh my not really? especially during COVID? No. What do you mean during COVID? You live in the I've same tried. house together. I know, but I've tried, and he's like, during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> not even when you get home from, from work. No, because now when I his uh, Zoom meetings have moved up in the day, so now when I get home, uh, he closes the office door because he's on a Zoom meeting. Wow! So I don't not see- even before you go to bed. No, because I go to bed before he goes to bed. Yeah, but you have to say to him good night, or do you just or like do you just holler leave? and wait, like yeah, or do you just get up and leave? I just get up and leave. Wasn't even saying good night. Yeah, no. You don't say good night. No, because I used to say good night during the day when I'd go for my nap, and he's like, yeah, okay, must be nice. So now I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> Oh, so even at you know, night? He, he resented the fact that you took a nap during the day. Yeah. Because of your great life. So Look even at, you at night? Napping, napping during the day. Yeah, while well, I'm you, doing, you know, press uh, releases right, and work. Right. Yeah. But right, at night, right. like when you have to go to bed, yeah. because it's like you actually have to go to bed. Yeah. He still throws shade. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just don't bother anymore. Right. Not during a pandemic. Not, I, if I walk in the house, even if I'm in the worst mood possible, mm. and if Catherine's in the kitchen, and I go to walk by her after walking in without giving her a kiss. I get that. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Like, shut up with what you're saying. Don't say another word. We got business to take care of. And then we hug and we kiss and then we can I go about our day. I love that. Every yeah. day when I get home. My son runs to the door, gives me a great big best. hug, yeah, and I give him a great big kiss, yeah, and then Jenna walks over, welcome home, yeah, and great big kiss, and then throughout the day we're kissing, yeah, yeah, it's like the fifties in my house, throughout right? The it's like day, it's like it's like a sitcom. It. Oh, welcome home, honey. Like it's that. I have kind always. Of that's why I got married. I wanted someone to come running. Yeah, but you should have known that before you got married. It's not like you you just met him and got married. Like, this was... I have another question. Yeah. yeah. Why'd you bring up the dog thing? Oh, because it was just a survey. Sorry, I'm, oh. I'm my bad. According to a new survey, 53% of dog owners say that they kiss their dog more than they kiss their significant other. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because my dog comes... <laughs> Do you let your dog kiss your mouth? Yes. Do you let your dog kiss your mouth? No, he's never... He's I ne- mean, he's, he's tried, but he's I tried. tried. He tried a yeah. French a couple dog, times? I tried. I my tried, dog's I tongue has slipped into my mouth. <laughs> okay, hold on here. I know During people... During a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Gwyneth Paltrow said that she had uh, COVID early on. And I'm telling you, man, remember when I said that I thought I had COVID way mm-hmm. early on? Yeah. And then I think we all did in here. Um, that was back in February. Yeah. So Gwyneth Paltrow reveals, let me read you this, that she had COVID early on 
and it has left her with long-term fatigue, body inflammation, and brain fog. Oh, my God. That, I have that. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. All those symptoms. All those symptoms. Still. Yeah. Still. I get Isn't so... forty-seven. What? Isn't that because you're 47? No, it's not because I'm 47, jackass. No, like, <laughs> Ka- Catherine has me on... Way to be sensitive. <laughs> no, I'm talking about... <laughs> jackass, get out of here. Um, no, because, like, I... Catherine has me on uh, turmeric. Okay. Right? She makes me take turmeric every day. Was it like a pill or liquid? It's like or... pill, right? Okay. It's like turmeric. It's like the stuff that you, you make curry with. Yeah. Right? She has me on turmeric every day because it, it apparently helps with inflammation. Dude. Uh-huh. And uh, because, like, if I have a pair of socks on, yeah. and it's, this has never happened to me before, right? But if I have a pair of socks on and I take my socks off, like, the 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 the, the line in my leg, the divot in my leg from where my socks are, like, you could put your finger in it. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, to a I'm telling you. Yeah, I've been to. I've I've, I've talked to doctors. And what they say? They're just like what? They don't know. Nobody has any answers. They're like get new socks. Uh, yeah, get new socks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so- the socks are too tight. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I thought you but don't I'm, wear socks often. No, but I do. It's, listen, it's the winter now. Like I That's haven't worn. Outside. Like my thing is this: is that I I think I had COVID and then I just stopped wearing socks, right? So I didn't know about like inflammation. Yeah. And all the and all of this stuff, and then and it's way too late. I mean, obviously now. Yeah, way too, way late, too late to, late to even to even find out. Yeah. But like the even the idea of Long-term fatigue, like, I have never felt worse than I do now. And I know, Maury, I'm 47. No, but I would say because your work day, even though you're working from home for for the TV show after here, like, your work day has become way busier then when you're going into the studio, like you're doing a lot of stuff by yourself. Yeah, but it's, it's but it's different though. It's not tired. It's like fatigue to me is yeah. different than tired, right? Like there's a, I know what tired getting, feels yeah, like. Yeah, but you're also not getting enough rest. Also right? brain fog. That's the big one. Just because oh, yeah. you're 47. No, it's not. And I'm looking, Gwyneth Paltrow's 48, by the way. Um, <laughs> see? So it's, it's, shut up, Maury. Um, you'll get here soon, buddy. Um, Can I make a suggestion? You're going to look way worse tumor? than I, what? Turmeric lattes are the best thing you'll I'm ever not, have. I'm not oh, having a turmeric latte, man. That no. sounds disgusting. I, I can't. You, you get no. turmeric. No, I make this at home. I don't want anything you make at home. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not telling you. I, bra- I, you get turmeric powder. No. You heat it up on the stove with oh, some water. A turmeric latte. No. Or that I can just take a pill. So gross. Yeah, or I, I, or I can just take a pill and it's out of my life. And then I, I don't have to tell people that I take turmeric. I mean, your teeth are all yellow. Yeah, that's Tumor right. Is the best. No, no, no. But oh, I do listen. Like Gwyneth Paltrow said that she had COVID nineteen early on. I wonder why and she didn't say anything with long term fatigue, though. body inflammation, and brain fog. Which to me, I'm with you on that because this seems like a very un Gwyneth Paltrow thing to do yeah. is to is to wait. Like you would think that she that's sort of her mm, thing, right? Right out of the gate, she would have said, "Hey, guess what, everyone? I got COVID." Yeah, like that. That's really like Gwyneth's thing. She said, "I had COVID very early on, and it left me with some long tail fatigue and brain fog." Mm. In January, I had some tests done that showed really high levels of inflammation in my body. That's me. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm swollen everywhere. So what's well, her? not everywhere, but I'm swollen. <laughs> I'm swollen everywhere. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, hello, Roz and Mocha. So, uh, Roz, so you have to try the turmeric latte. No, it, I'm it, not. Give me one reason why not. Because it's dumb. <laughs> you know what? This guy, this guy says the meanest thing, things all the time, but I still love this guy so much. <laughs> you know, you you gotta try it, Ross. Try oh. it once, like. 
like like you know just make it cold and just take like half, half a cup yeah and cold. just drink it in one okay but wait, yeah. let me ask you this let me ask you this then okay so yeah. if, if i'm already forcefully taking turmeric pills right yeah what yeah. is the difference between me taking a turmeric pill and then having a turmeric latte there's a lot of difference. Turmeric latte, when you put milk and tum- like milk and turmeric together, it has a different reaction. I've been drinking it since I was a little kid, and it works like like wonder. You have to try it one day. Well, what, but what's the difference? Is what I said. What's, well, what's the, the benefit <laughs> yeah. of having a, uh, a turmeric latte versus just the pill? Okay, I do not know the. How do I say? I do not know exactly uh, the scientific things and things like that, but I can tell you how it, like, the way your body reacts to it is completely different. You know, there are days when I'll feel really lethargic, like, say, after lunch or anything, and I'll at times pop in a pill, maybe an Advil or something, and I'll feel great. And on other days, I'll just have a turmeric latte, and it has the same effect. And it's not going to give you the same effect if you just pop in turmeric. Well, but you don't know, though, you just said. I don't know, but it's worked for me. I don't know what it does, but I know how your body reacts. Also, the the other reason, there's two reasons why I don't want to have a turmeric latte. Okay, One one, because it's dumb. Um, <laughs> okay, and, and 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 the second one, and I'll be honest with you, is out of spite. And had anybody oh. else other than Maury suggested a turmeric latte, I might have been even open to having a discussion. He about probably a ruined latte. it for the entire but world. Now, why did but, he but, even but say out of, it? Out of spite, I won't. I won't take advice from Maury. So that's the, so. The, so it's those two reasons: one, <laughs> because of spite, and two, because I truly do think it's uh, think it's dumb. And when I say it's dumb, not. I mean I mean it's a waste of time. If I can take a pill for something, I'm not going to sit it's there and, and build it's a potion. Different. Okay, it's I'm not a, I'm not a potions guy. No, like I don't do all that of a, stuff. Of a okay, haven't, haven't, no, no, it's not the warm that helps. You know, I I just hate the taste of it so what i do oh, is you're really selling this great the two of you, <laughs> I know. you know also can you i can just end all of this right now yes, here's why roz will not have a uh turmeric latte i have yes. never ever ever known roz to even drink a latte like it's not your thing no. Okay, but he never had the turmeric pills, oh, but now he's God. having and he's going to something. Listen, I'm going to stop you right there. There's a lot of things that people do that I've never tried that I have no interest in. Oh, God. Okay. Come on, you need to have an open mind, Ralph. Right, Come okay, on. sure. You, you know you what know, you sound like? You sound like everybody who is really into weed. And when I say I don't smoke weed because it does weird things to me and I get really sick, they just start saying, well, you just haven't smoked the right weed. You haven't found your strain. Strains are listen, like, no, no, no. You listen, sound just like I cannot, that. I, I, I cannot speak about weed at all because I'm not a person who takes weed or who does anything like with weed. But yeah, when it comes to turmeric latte, I can talk. <laughs> there we go. The turmeric experts are coming out in full force right now. Uh, Maury, does it not stain your teeth? Does turmeric not stain your teeth? That's what I'm worried about. No, not at all. No. And you know what? If you want to add to the flavor, you can put goji berries in it. No, see? Okay. I think we should keep Maury out of this conversation because it's just going to ruin it for you, Maury. Okay, yeah. now now all of a sudden my day's ruined because I don't have goji berries, right? Like, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm, I don't know. Like, I'm not, like, I can't, I'm not that guy. Like, I can't get into that world. It's just not me. It's not okay, for me. try it. you, you got to tell Catherine. Catherine, you know what? Some crazy girl called me and said this, you know, shall we try it? Let her give it to you. Just have, like, a, just, just, just put it in an espresso shot. Just have it like an espresso shot okay, like just with an espresso cup uh, I, okay there's a lot of moments in my relationship with Catherine where I have think made her I, I believe that I've made her happy on multiple occasions 
Catherine would never be more happy or pleased with me than the day that I walked up to her and said, what do you know about turmeric lattes? She would, she would become an expert, okay, overnight in turmeric lattes. And then I would, and the conversations in my house about turmeric lattes would never end. Okay. And I can't live in that house. Let me show you my my computer with all the bookmarks. I, I can't live in that house. You know what? You know what? I follow Catherine on Instagram. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to speak to her Don't about you dare. Lattes. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you oh. dare. You have to tell Catherine not to check her DMs yeah. today. You know what? She has to check her DMs today. Stop it. <laughs> Thank Stop you it. so much for the phone call today. All right. Bye, guys. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I want to read to you this TripAdvisor review that somebody left for a place that they stayed at. Now, keep in mind, when I go through TripAdvisor for mm-hmm. the times that we've traveled, looking into places that we want to stay, you really got to take some of the reviews with a grain of salt because sometimes people will complain about, like, the tiniest, tiniest thing. My problem with TripAdvisor reviews, okay, is that a lot of them are written by... <laughs> People who have turned their parents' basement into like a makeshift uh, apartment and they're still using the same sheets they did when they were in grade 12. And, and then they go to a hotel on, a, on an all-inclusive for the first time and the, the pillows aren't opulent enough for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, where is this coming from? Yeah, there's not enough hangers uh, you, in not, the closet. Exactly. Right? right? Yes. But listen to this review. Yes. Okay. okay. This one is not... One of those. Right. The concierge didn't come when you called. Like, you don't... Compared to what? <laughs> compared to what? Like your mom calling you upstairs yes, for dinner? Yes, yes. Um, so one-star review on TripAdvisor oh, for the Palms in Turks and Caicos. Oh, no. And this happened during a trip back in December, okay? My wife and I went to this resort. Beautiful resort. Water, sand, pool, service was amazing. We had such a good time that I, the husband, decided to fly home to get our son, Tom, uh, sorry, to get our son to enjoy it also. When I returned, things seemed awkward. My wife eventually told me she went to a massage while I was picking up our son, and the masseuse seduced her and spent the night with her. I'm not blaming the resort for this. This is my wife's fault. He masseused her and seduced her? Yeah, but just know that this is the thing that can happen at this resort. Okay, hold on here. So read that. Can you go back and just read that part again? When I returned, things seemed awkward. Uh Uh-huh. My wife eventually told me that she went to a massage. Okay, fair enough. And while I was picking up our son. Okay. The masseuse seduced her. And then she got up and left. And spent the night with her. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, I I didn't didn't hear that the first time. So that's why this place, the Palms. He gave the the hotel uh, a one-star review because his wife slept with the masseuse? (laughs) (laughs) He did start it off by saying beautiful resort, water, sand, pool, service was amazing. Right. Uh, And then I'm reading that in November, TripAdvisor issued a warning to travelers about a hotel in Thailand after a previous guest was jailed for leaving a one-star review. Jailed? Yes. 
see what did his hotel wife do? And spa, <laughs> uh, used local defamation laws to have this guy, he's an American working in Thailand, arrested for publishing a negative rev- review on TripAdvisor. He said, uh, unfriendly staff, no one ever smiles. They act like they don't even want anyone there. Oh, Jesus. The restaurant manager was the worst. He is from the Czech Republic. He is extremely rude and impolite to guests. So then the the resort was like, you're causing damage to the reputation of the hotel. Yeah. And this guy (laughs) spent two nights in jail. And then he was released on bail and issued a public apology in exchange for criminal charges uh, that he received to be dropped. See, that's a shakedown to me. If you're going to jail people for TripAdvisor reviews, you shouldn't be allowed to log into TripAdvisor in that country. Otherwise, that's a shakedown. They're just baiting you at that point. <laughs> right? That's not cool, man. That's not, that's not cool. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's cold everywhere. All across the country. It's... uh. It's just brutal, which I'm okay with. I don't mind. I don't go anywhere. Yeah, no, I don't hear you. Now when we wear masks outside yeah. and your nose is dripping, it drips into the mask. It drips into the mask. <laughs> um, yeah, I noticed that, that the other day that I was, uh, one, I didn't mind the mask actually in the cold because my face was a little bit warmer. I got all that nice hot air inside. Same. Um, but, yes, I felt that the like my breath was freezing like onto my face yeah. and like onto my my beard and it was not very uncomfortable yes and i couldn't look at my husband when we were walking because his mask was drenched and i'm like that just looks drenched in what in boogers and i was like that's just gross like it would like boogers what? were going on the inside and it was like is he not wearing his mask saw, properly no we saw like he's wearing his like cloth mask but there's like a wet stain and i'm like oh god but <sighs> how do you know it was boogers it just well, like runny nose, nose like nose liquid oh Wow, show some compassion with your husband, Jeez. you know? Yeah. Like, it I wouldn't even say so anything. Vi- I know. I <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, like, I- that's supposed to be the love of your life, right? Yeah. No, I didn't say anything. And if you, see, if you still, I you're saying it to you. millions I'm right saying, now. I'm saying it to you. He's sleeping. <laughs> like, people, people he knows listens to this show, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and if they've proven anything, they don't tell him stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, like, what are the beans you want to spill right I now? Could, then? I could never come on here and go, oh, guys, Catherine is so gross. Like, I just couldn't, like, I could, I, I, expe- I expect her to start conversations with her friends like that about me, right? But I would Acceptable. never. Acceptable, I would totally fine. Never. Yeah. I would never. So Matthew had a wet spot on his mask. <laughs> it's a massive one. Right? Oh, a massive. Matthew had a massive <laughs> wet spot <laughs> on his mask. Yeah. And you were, and you were, what, extremely turned off? Look at you couldn't look at him. So like, oh, gross. Gross. Right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> your expectations are I know. like more. I, like, like at least have a clean mask. Your your standards, Maury, are for everything, are just so incredibly beyond what they should be. I think I've raised the bar. No, no, you you shouldn't raise the bar anymore. You can't even lift the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. 8 o'clock, City TV, Young Rock debuts. I got a copy of episode one and I watched it on the weekend. How was it? Amazing. Yeah? It's so well done. Oh, And I'm good. not saying that because I am a massive fan of The Rock. Yeah. I'm saying that because the show is really, really good. Oh, it's awesome. 
and the way they cover off the three different ages of the rock that they're telling throughout this story was just brilliantly done. So what are the ages again? The young one is roughly how old? Like, uh, I think like he's 10 years old. And then... And then uh, 15. Yeah. And then 20-something. Okay. So you get when he's a little, little kid yeah. interacting with his mom and dad and the super early days when his dad, Rocky Johnson, was a star in wrestling. And then you get when he is in high school, and then you get when he is, he just gets to University of Miami to play football. So is it chronological, or do you get all three ages of The Rock per episode kind of thing? You that, do. You yeah, do. You huh? get That's all great. Three. So you okay, get different good. stories, which is fantastic. Yeah. And the kid that plays young Rock at, in the 80s, the 10-year-old, his name is Adrian Grow. He's from Toronto. He's 11 funny as hell yeah oh my god this kid is a star so david mori got a chance to talk to him you know what happens when mori talks to kids it's right? awkward he doesn't know how to talk to a child it is the even a talented thing. child yeah it is the weirdest <laughs> thing weirdest thing like i don't know how to how to, get, how to like break you from this odd behavior oh, don't worry about of it. interacting with children david mori <laughs> okay so if we do the math and you're young rock at 10 years old he would have been 10 in 1982. What do you think it was like to live in 1982? Um, I, I, when I think of it, I always, I always think of, oh, everyone's playing outside. Everyone's spending quality time. Everyone's free. Um, the, the technology, I've seen the TVs and thing and the little knobs, those two little knobs on the bottom. And I, I still don't know what they are. <laughs> don't know what they do, but it, it seems interesting. Now, filming this, it would have been 1982 on set. What were the props like? Did you get to, to hold on to any of the cool 80s props? Yeah, they had the props and I, uh, I saw a Walkman and that was, that was fun to see. And what did you think that was? What is a Walkman to you? Um, so... I I know that it's a, a little music player because in Galaxy of the Guardians, Chris Pratt uses a little Walkman. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what that that technique is because it's not like you're speaking. When you're dealing with somebody who's old, maybe you talk a little bit louder. When you're dealing sure. with when you're dealing with a little kid, maybe you you sort of use language that they can comprehend, so they can feel a part of the conversation. But all you do when you talk to a child is you just over enunciate everything. Now you got to meet The Rock, right? <laughs> over Zoom, yes. And like you must have been a fan like his forever, right? We were big fans of his movies, and uh, my my mom was a big a big super fan, and she uh. When I when I got auditioned, I'm like, Mom, I promise you, you are going to meet The Rock. Then I worked as hard as I could, and then I got her to meet The Rock. Wow. Were you, like, starstruck getting to meet him? <laughs> it was so crazy, and seeing him on Zoom, I was, like, there, and I thought everything was blurry. Just my, my eyes were so watery. It was... It was so awesome. I was so starstruck. By the way, this is uh, Adrian Grow. He plays uh, 10-year-old Rock in yeah. Young Rock, which debuts at 8 o'clock tonight on City TV. Now, being from Toronto and living in Canada, you must know the Roz and Mocha show. <laughs> I do. I do. And I, I, listen to, I listen to the Roz and Mocha show 
um, when I'm driving downtown to auditions when my mom takes me. And I, I love their, I love it. Okay, so you know Roz and Mocha asked this of all of their fans. Oh, no. Who is your favorite between Roz and Mocha? Uh, Roz or Mocha? Roz is pretty, pretty funny. Um, I don't know. They're both equally great. I love them both. You gotta pick one. You know the rules. <laughs> I'd say Roz. <laughs> what a weirdo. I know. You Maury. know the rules. Maury, not the kid. Maury, not the kid. Yes. No, the kid's great. He's awesome, man. Oh that is God. Adrian Gro. He's 11 years old. He plays Young Rock, like the youngest of the three yeah. versions of Young Rock on that new show, uh, 8 o'clock City TV. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Maury, come in here for one second. Speaking of money. Uh-oh. Oh, what I would do uh. for some. <laughs> broke. <laughs> you're so you're so broke. We made a comment earlier when we were talking about uh, Tyler Posey on on OnlyFans and how he charges it's to to view his Tyler Posey from um Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf on MTV. And his OnlyFans is free to look at his OnlyFans, but he charges $10 for for the for the to unlock some of the nudie pictures, right? Which is now rare. does he get like fully nude? I haven't clicked on those ones. I tried to, and it says I have to update my payment uh, method. Okay, so how many? <laughs> okay, broke. Okay, so broke. Yeah. So I don't. Okay, so here's my. I, I've like I've I've spent stupid money on stupid things before, right? Haven't yeah. we all? Right. I've spent stupid money on stupid things before, but how many things? How many times, Maury, have you had? an email pop up or you get a notification saying that you need to update your payment method from places that you would be mortified if your husband found out. Oh, five last week. Okay. And I immediately like, if, let's just say, for example, I'm here, I'll immediately log into my Gmail yes. and delete those emails because my Gmail comes to my work mail. Right. So I'll go to my Gmail and delete all those because my Gmail is open at home. And Matthew uses the computer because he works from home. Yes, yeah, so I, right. I like I panic Dude, and immediately. That is like I couldn't imagine living that life, so having to put secrets. out that many fires every day. I know. Where if your email goes off, you get anxiety. Like you shouldn't get that much anxiety when you get an email. And then you get sidetracked because once that email comes in, then you have to go through the process of and then you're of getting rid of all that stuff, right? So it takes your your attention away from whatever it is that you're doing in the moment. Well, what are you gonna do? What do you mean? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Bro, come on. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, Dana. It's Roz and Mocha. How you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Doing good. Roz, uh, Dana sent us a tweet. Mm. I've been listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast for a bit, but I'm like two years behind still, and it kills me. Number one, not being able to text in to talk about the things that they're talking about. And number two, listening to them talk about old stories, knowing how things end up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you just listen to the live show? You know when we're on the radio every day. Oh, I know. Um, I'm, I kind of am uh, hesitant to because I've been so committed to listening to the podcast. It feels like if I listen to you guys live now, I would be spoiling a sitcom that I got really into by, like, listening to the last season. So when we started this podcast <laughs> over three years ago, mm-hmm. it was more to be, like, to accompany the live show. Not yeah. to be in place of. Right. Like, if you miss something, you can always catch up on the podcast yeah, on the not, weekends. Exclusively listen to the podcast and then ignore everything else that we do. No. On the but daily. Only the good stuff. The good stuff 
ends up on the podcast. I don't want to listen to the songs and the news and the weather and the traffic. <laughs> we don't do traffic on this show, okay? Well, I wouldn't know because I don't listen to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, it's, it's the weirdest thing, having huge fans who don't listen to the show. Like, oh. and, 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 like, throw that right back in your face. Listen, I love you guys and all, but I don't listen to your show. Like, it's, the, it's, the weirdest, it's, the weir- it's the weirdest thing. We now have, like, we have fans of the show, and we have fans of the show who are also fans of the podcast, but I find that over the last like year or so we've talked to so many people who are only a fan of the podcast yeah there's just so much extra stuff in there that i don't i don't need and also my my commute to work is only 20 minutes the reason i i ended up finding you guys in the first place was uh credit work could do uh dj climax friday mornings yeah so then i would start getting bits and bops of you guys in between and then i realized then i noticed the podcast you guys were talking about and i was like oh i should check that out i wonder if it's something different than the radio and it wasn't anything different than the radio. It's just all the good stuff. I was like, well, I don't need to listen to that. I can just plug in my phone and listen to you guys talking about all the, all the good stuff, all the juicy bits, right? Right. So, Dana, um, in your tweet to us, you said, uh, you know, one of the things that kills you is not being able to text in to talk about some of the things that we're talking about on that particular episode. So do you have any questions that we may be able to, to answer for you right now? Like I said, I don't want to spoil anything. I want to be able to live it like, like day by day. So I'm wondering, because where I am right now is about May 2019. And what's been happening is that Mocha is very, very exhilarated about Avengers Endgame. <laughs> and, I've been, <laughs> yeah. and I've been wondering, like, you were so hyped up about it, it seemed impossible that you could possibly feel this way about anything else. Uh, is there another movie that's come out since then that you have felt similarly thrilled for? Because it felt like it was 100. You were like 100, and there couldn't possibly be anything you were ever more excited about and then, like, the birth of your child. Nothing came out Nothing. that, like, blew wow. my mind or that I knew that uh, I had to watch, like, on day one. I would say, no. you know, a show like Stranger Things, when that drops, that's, like, mm-hmm. the only show right now that when all the episodes drop, I will watch every single one in a weekend. I'll binge that, wow. right? Wow. wow. Um, Mandalorian, like, I was super pumped about Mandalorian, but they, you know, release each one of those episodes um, every single week. Same with WandaVision, yeah. right? That's airing right mm-hmm. now on Disney. It's only once a week. But if those shows had every single episode all at once, I'd probably binge in, in a weekend. Right. Yeah. Right? So the answer so yeah. the answer to that is no. Mocha has not been <laughs> as excited for anything uh, to the for level anything. of Endgame. Um, another thing that I heard recently was that uh, you guys were talking at one point about um, Roz's lawn care habits. Um, as I'm sure you often do, but you were talking about how, like, you also carry that sort of OCD thing in how you would run your thumb along the wall at ET Canada on the same purple wall. Yeah, yeah. And then you asked, you asked Mocha, do you have any other things like that in your life? And he said, sanitizing his hands. And this is so pre-COVID. This is pre-COVID. That's wow. what I'm wondering. Like, how are you doing? Like, like I'm still sanitizing my hands. I'm san- like, I think yeah, like I every everybody now, like we're all sanitizing our hands so much that my hands dry out a lot quicker, yeah. and like my fingertips almost feel like um, sometimes they 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 feel a little prickly, and like if you rub it run it against like fabric, it catches. Yeah. Or they like, look super yeah. white, or sometimes they get so dry that they the fingertips almost are. <laughs> Like glass, it feels yeah. like you rub another finger on it. Yeah. Slips right weird. off. Super yeah, weird. Yeah, I'm a I'm a teacher, so I'm washing washing my hands like 
45 times a day during the school day. This is so and, weird having conversations about things that we talked about years ago. It's <laughs> super like, it weird. Feels like it's happening live for me. Like, it feels like I, I was like, oh, my gosh, these are, wow, it's crazy. Like, they don't even know what's coming for them. But I feel like I know you guys. Yeah, well, well, we won't good. spoil anything for you. Yeah. Dana, thank you very much for your tweet. Thank you for your dedication to the Ronson Moby <laughs> Show podcast. I'm um, sorry you. that you hate traffic so much. But no, we don't even do traffic on the live show. We don't do traffic on the show. We barely even do the weather. Like, we'll do the weather if it's like a real nice day or something. Uh, Dana, well, you've listened to the podcast uh, long enough to know that I'm going to ask the question between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Yes, and I've, I've prepared my answer. It's Roz, hands down, okay. uh, short version. A couple episodes ago for me, you mentioned that you were disappointed that nobody ever called in to say that you're their favorite because you're a good dad. And that was one of the moments where I was like, I wish I could just text in right now and be like, yes, it's for me. Because, uh, like, I was drawn to you very quickly for the same reasons that many people are, you know, the voice and the cool and whatever. Um, But what solidified you as my favorite for sure was one of the very early episodes of the podcast. You talked about uh, the story where you bought Roxy those Katy Perry tickets last minute and brought her to the show and, you were tired the next day from carrying her all night. Oh, my God. That That was real nice. That was so long ago. Wait till you catch up at some point to, like, (laughs) the uh, broken toilet seat story. (laughs) We won't get into it now, but... But he's not going to be my favorite anymore after that again. But in two two years when you get caught up, (laughs) that'll be quite the enjoyable story. I promise you that. I'm not even going to listen to this podcast episode when it comes out to possibly hear my own voice. It's going to be years. It's going to be years. years. (laughs) Much love to you, Dana. Thank you. Love you guys, too. Take care. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Uh, Did you see this Mark Hamill thing? Because Mark Hamill, also uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah. But also Mark Hamill, incredible voice uh, actor, who his his Joker is a lot of people's favorite Joker, actually. He's so good. Um, he did a, I guess you could call it a PSA, but it's a Dr. Seuss-style PSA telling people to wear a mask. Oh, yeah? Before I hear another ask, I'll tell you why I'll wear no mask. Because the Constitution gives me the right. And the straps on the mask are much too tight. Plus, here's a note from my physician. I have a medical condition that makes a mask an imposition. So my doc gave me permission to be mask-free. No admission! Your doctor's note has little use since it was signed by Dr. Seuss. Let me in or I will sue. But what if you have the corona flu? Then I'll go see a real physician. And maybe then a good mortician who will perform his somber task and wonder why you wear no mask. Will you wear one in your casket? (laughs) The final question. I thought I'd ask it. (sighs) Could I have a facial mask? Yes. I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) That's really good. Right? (laughs) He is such a great voice actor. Look at Maury. Look at Maury. He's like bowing down in there. He's a good... Come here, Maury. Come here. He's really, really good. Like, I always knew he did a good um, Joker. Yeah. Right? Like, his Joker is incredibly amazing. That man... My God, it's in the voice. It's the raspiness. You see that? No, it's it's not more. It's not. I think he's a good actor. Yes, but that's the difference. It's not about that growl inside. I do, but it's not. It's just he's a good actor. For you, you come from a a generation or a world where it was only about tone. 
of voice. And that's why you love these like big voice actors who used to do movie oh. trailers that don't exist anymore. Uh, that these guys were making a million dollars a year narrating movie trailers, oh, yeah. right? And that's that's what, that's what Maury likes. But I think you're missing the fact that it, Mark, what made that great is that Mark Hamill is just a great actor. No, mm. what it comes down to is you got, <laughs> and a lot of people don't get the opportunity. You have to read over your script in advance. Okay, okay, yeah. Right? Okay. That's what it comes I mean, he had the opportunity to craft that acting. So why don't you say, Maury, will you wear a mask, I ask? Will you wear a mask, I ask? See the ask. You see what I did there? No. Okay. Do it again. No. Try again. Will you wear a mask? I ask. Why are you hitting the case so hard, <laughs> <Yeah>. man? <laughs> really? It, well, that's the acting. Okay. Do try it again. Try yeah. again. Will you wear a mask? I ask. <laughs> I've never heard somebody pronounce the uh, the end of a word I that know. like when it, when a word ends with the K. K like I've that. never heard somebody hit K like that before. <laughs> try again. Will you wear a mask? I ask. Okay. Will you, you just hit you just hit, you hit a K, and when you said okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Will you wear a mask? I ask. <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. That sounds super weird. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's been a really wild week for news stories on people who've been screwing up on Zoom. <laughs> I'm not a cat. <laughs> I love that dude. Yeah, there was the lawyer who was on Zoom and had the cat filter on and couldn't figure out how to get the cat filter off. And like the other two old dudes who were on the Zoom call just looked, they had like zero time for it whatsoever. <laughs> I'm here live. It's not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> and then there was the guy, a teacher, a professor who did a two hour lecture. And didn't realize, A, that his screen had frozen. He was using an iPad. Mm -hmm. And B, didn't realize that he was unmuted the entire time. Came on at the end of the class to ask everyone who was there if they had any questions about the lecture. Any questions? Now uh, we can finish our class. Do you have any questions? Actually, uh, muted all the while, so we cannot hear anything from you since 6.08. Oh, from what? 6.08 p.m. Uh? Just a few minutes. Yeah. Then from 6.08 onwards, your screen froze and we hear nothing from you ever since. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he started hyperventilating. <laughs> so another mishap took place with a U.S. congressman from Minnesota who was on a Zoom chat and had no idea how or how to fix the fact that his screen, his face was appearing upside down. How does that even happen? I don't know. Received timely. Will the gentleman suspend? I'm sorry, Mr. Emmer? Yes. Are you okay? I am. <laughs> You're um, upside down, Tom. I, I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> Would Can he turn right Mr. side Emmer up? And get it right side up? I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> it's a good Donald Trump. FYI, you can stand on your head as well. Okay, the uh, I wish at least he's not a cat. You're going viral, Tom. Wow. <laughs> Way to go, Tom. Just, just shut up, everybody. <laughs> I mean, like ob obviously, I'm not doing it intentionally, right? Yeah. At least you're not a cat. Why don't you stand on your head? I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it. And then now, what you do? Now now I'm starting to think that people are maybe doing things on purpose. 
that listen, I don't think that some congressman from Minnesota decided to do this on purpose. He and really the, didn't know what no, was going he on. He had no idea what was going on. Now, I wonder if he knew he was upside down and then just thought that nobody would say anything. And, like, nobody would notice. Maybe people would Maybe. notice, but nobody would say anything. But on those Zoom calls, it's difficult because you're, like, if you're on a, a Zoom call with multiple sort of people, yeah. your, like, your monitor of yourself is so small that if you're on one of those Zoom calls yeah. with a lot of people, you may not even look. Like, sure, you may not true. even notice yeah. that you're up, uh, upside down. But as soon as you talk, if somebody has it on that setting where you take over, the speaker takes over the whole screen, oh, yeah. they're the ones that are going to see you. Yeah, and then you get Tom here. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> Who doesn't know how to fix it? You stand, you stand on your head, Tom. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I'm looking at this story. <laughs> um, wait, let me ask you this. How many pictures of yourself do you have in your house, like, displayed? Oh, God. We don't have... Not of, like, not of like family, but, like, do you have any pictures of just you displayed in your house? No, zero. Zero. Maury? Yeah. Many. Many. I have a whole wall. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> do you? Um, well, yes, you Ka- do. well, Catherine's a photographer, right? So, like, it, it's... It was not me saying, I want this to live here, but you go into one of my bathrooms uh-huh. and <laughs> and over the toilet in the bathroom is a huge picture of me. Of just you? Just me. Yeah. But is it an artsy one? Like maybe you're, there's a shadow over well, your face? It's, yeah, it's black. Like it's black and white and like it looks dope. What and, are you doing? And everything. It's just, the, I'm like photo. sitting in like just a shirt and like a hat and st- something. I know most but it's, times but it's when cool. you go to the bathroom, you sit to pee. Yeah. But on the times where you are standing to pee. Yes, sir. In that bathroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you looking at your own picture? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I am. And it's huge. And when I say it's big, like when I say it's big, like it's, it's probably like, Three by two. Wow! Like it's huge. Is that like a magazine? No, it's huge. It's huge. Oh no, man, it's three. By- yeah, like it's massive, right? Yeah, like it's massive. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> stop <laughs> it! But I'm looking at what yourself? No, again? no, I'm looking at Joe Pesci's house. So Joe Pesci, uh, my cousin Vinny, yeah, Utes, Goodfellas, Goodfellas, Home Alone, yeah, and Joe Pesci, I guess. Somebody found a real estate listing in New Jersey, and it's this $7 million house that everything in the house is way outdated. Uh-huh. It's like 80s, like, Scarface. Like, it's terrible, uh-huh. right? But Yeah, it's Joe Pesci, right? Yeah, but it's, okay, but it's Joe Pesci's house. And Joe Pesci's entire house, it's like 7,200 square feet. Oh, and, and this house is an absolute shrine to Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> of course. Like, I mean, every room is full of Joe Pesci movie posters and pictures of him at various events on every single wall. Doesn't he have, like, a family? I don't know. Like, he's proud Pesci of what he mar- does. I, is Joe Pesci married? Or, I, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what Joe Pesci's life is like. But every single, and not art, not tastefully done either. Right, like, like I mean, like some of them aren't even in frames. 
Oh, just like it's posters? just yes. like when I was a kid, and I would hang posters on my wall. It looks every room looks like a twelve-year-old <laughs> sports fan boy's room. He's not married. He's not married. He has one kid, but he, the last time he was married was nineteen ninety-two. Okay, so I guess oh. this might be like some sort of aphrodisiac, yeah. where you bring somebody to the crib <laughs> yeah. and then Welcome they to my home. well, yeah, and then they get a they get a tour <laughs> and, and a history lesson of Joe Pesci. That was a good right? Joe Pesci. He did yeah. a good Joe Pesci. Then they get a history lesson on yeah. what it means to be in Joe Pesci's house. Yeah. What do you but, think of this photo? <laughs> but I'm telling you. What do you think of this poster? Every room. So there's one room. Oh, you think that's funny? Okay. So there's there's one room, weirdly enough, where he has a single piece of a. You know when you buy a modular sofa and you get like six pieces and yeah. they all just put together. So he has one room that only has one of those pieces. So it's a piece of a sofa with no arms on the sides of it. And okay. then and then the only other thing in that room is an actual size carousel horse from like a carousel ride. Do you think so that's all his stuff, or do you think it was staging? No. Okay, I'm telling so you. Are you supposed to sit there and, like, not relax yeah. and just look around? Yeah. Yes, or he sits there on the piece of the, the couch while you sit on the carousel horse. And he watches you? And he watches you? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't get, know. Get up on the horse. Okay, but he has a, there's one room that um, there's a television, but, like, not a flat screen, like a tube television, and you can see, like, the cable coming out of the back because he had to run it to a part of the room that actually had the cable to it. Oh okay? I'm, I'm, no joke. There's one room in the house that all it has in it is a barber chair. Yeah. And sitting on the barber chair is a framed picture of Joe Pesci. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that man's a legend. That man's a legend. Do not laugh. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, like I, I have, I have a couple pictures of me in my house, but my God, Joe Pesci's house is a shrine, an absolute shrine to Joe Pesci. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. First day of school. Guess what? Some schools are canceled. Yeah, Halton too, huh? Uh, all Halton Catholic District School Board and Halton Region District School Board closed today. Virtual classes also canceled. York Regional uh, District School Board and York Catholic Schools. Schools and buses are canceled. They tweet out, parents, please do not send your child to school today. <laughs> However, oh, no. classes will take place online. <laughs> no. Yes. See, we talked about this, man. If it's a snow day, it's a snow day. I you agree. can't say snow day and then say join us on Zoom. So snow days are a rite of passage for kids. It like God. So far, Halton's leading. Halton's the winner because they canceled everything. Good. But York, y'all are being some no, some jabronis it's not, out there. It's not cool. When it's a so, snow day, it's just that's the problem. Like kids have had to give up so much, right? March break is pushed. April break. Also, I'll believe that when it happens. Because yeah. remember, this is exactly what they did with the end of the school year last I year. Know. Kids are gonna go back in April. Can they go? No, they never did. I'll believe March break when I see March break. Also, snow days. Kids have had to sacrifice so much. Snow day. You have no idea. This is these are decisions made by people who have no children. I guarantee it. Okay, hold on. I got more. Okay. Uh, District School Board of Niagara. All schools are closed. This also includes online learning. Good. All right. So online uh, for Niagara canceled. So oh. you get a snow day, Niagara. You get okay. a snow day, Halton. There you go. Okay. Yeah. York, yes, schools are closed. You still got to do the online no, thing. Boo. Guess what Peel's doing? What do you think Peel's going to do? Peel. Sometimes, sometimes Peel is cool. Sometimes no. Peel, y'all act like a bunch of jabronis. No. The weird, see, this, here's the thing about, like, when you start getting to Halton and Peel is that the, it varies so greatly in 
sort of not geography is not the word I'm looking for, but like you got a, like a lot of like farm kids, but you also got all the Mississauga kids, right? Yeah. Like it's difficult. So Peel, I'm going to say Peel are being jabronis today. I'm saying uh, don't come to school, but join us on Zoom. Yeah, that's exactly is what it? they're doing. Yeah. Jerks. Yeah. You School's closed. Jerks. Online learning will continue. No. Yeah. You jerks. So to recap, Halton, everything's canceled. Uh, school board in Niagara, everything's canceled. However, York and Peel, schools are closed, but you got to do the online thing. No. Not cool, man. So, That's so not cool. 50-50 split right there. <laughs> so what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? Strano, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do we you think? I, I don't know a kid that grew up in Toronto that ever got a snow day. Yeah. No. They're going to say, <laughs> no. they're going to say, not only do you have to come to school. Yeah. But we're going to give you additional homework. Yeah. And also... We are going to make you. Yeah. We're going to announce today that you got to come to school during the summertime. Yeah. No, Toronto is. Uh, Toronto always gets screwed. The kids in Toronto, you know, yeah, you get to live in the city, everything else. But, man, you guys have never had a snow day. Yeah. It's like. I don't know. It's like, it's pretty bad out there right now. If you have not really yet bad. been outside, they're saying anywhere between 15 and 25 centimeters yeah, yeah. by the end of this. It's really, really And then really we get bad. a break tomorrow. And yeah. then on Thursday, it's ramping up again. We're getting more, yeah. more snow on Thursday. No, so I tweeted out to the Toronto District School Board. Yes. And I'm like, we're all looking at you. Yeah. And so that tweet's doing very well. Whoever runs their Twitter what just... What doing very well? Like, have they responded? So somebody, whoever runs their Twitter, just woke up and was like, good morning, kiss. Oh, here we go. You oh, jabronis. They, they said it with that kind of sass? Yes. Yeah, because it was like, good morning, kiss. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Do you watch Idol on Sunday? <laughs> no. I didn't because not because I wasn't into Idol, but because I didn't even realize it was Sunday. Same long weekend, right? Yeah, messed I me set up. Reminders because I was excited. Were you? Yeah. Was it good? It was so good. Honestly, there was a lot of emotional performances, and they did something new this year, where if you get through, there's like a Zoom room where you can go in, and your family is on this massive screen, and they congratulate you. So were they? Uh, they're auditioning in person this That's year, right? right? In no, front of the judges. Yeah, okay, and yeah, I got you. I got you. Judges were all spaced out. Yeah, and it looked like the uh, people auditioning were way further. It was like it was just a a way bigger <laughs> it's room. Wild. It was so, it's so weird. weird. Yeah. Um, but the guy that kind of stole the show, his name's Mario, and he showed up in just a speedo. Oh, this is his thing. And I guess this is what he does. And he's also a male what do you mean model, what he right? does. He's a, what does that mean? What he this is what he does. He's like from how Germany, often, and how he's like a huge speedo at, guy. Like he just loves. He has stacks of speedos at home, and he's a YouTuber as well. Okay, so and this is his his kind of his shtick is he, he lives life in a speedo. Yeah, I this got is his you. Gimmick. I got you. And this is I what he sounded you. like. I came to the USA with a big <laughs> dream and a speedo. I was modeling for Fashion Week. Only to stroke my ego, but I just want to sing because it is my dream. I'll do whatever it takes with a smile to be American Idol. It's not about money. I'm just tired of walking the runway. I don't want to be objectified. Music gets me electrified. Yeah, people think I only have a six pack, zero talent, just a really nice People like me for my underwear. Never see my talent. This isn't fair. 
Yeah, I'm still wearing underwear, but I'm a singer now, so I don't care. Look at me, pack, bounce. Okay. So I see you rubbing your eyes <laughs> <laughs> with your hands in your head. That's the exact same uh, reaction that the judges gave okay. as well. Okay. And voting went the exact way you would anticipate voting to go for something like this. I don't care if you look like Harry Styles. You don't sound like Harry Styles. Let's just be honest. Okay. If you were to hit us some notes, I'm telling you right now, you could take over the world in 15 seconds. Oh. If that voice was coming out, we're going, holy crap. Mm. And by the way, Speedos would be in and that fast. Yeah. But it's going to be a no for me this trip around, okay? Because okay. I want you to go practice and get it together. Yeah. All right. Nah, basically, he didn't make it. Everybody yeah. well, said listen, no. this would not be the first hot individual who made it in the music business with very little musical right. ability. Okay? Like, let's, let's not say that he's completely out of line. There's a big part of that business that's built on guys like him. So guess who Damon Mori ended up DMing and got a reply from oh, and said, no. hey, yes, I would be happy to do an interview oh, with no. you. Uh, the Speedo-wearing Mario guy from American Idol. Do you think that you sang well? Are you surprised that you didn't get through to Hollywood? So I got to be honest with you. I, the singing that night, I don't know what happened with me. It's very, <laughs> it's a lot of pressure because you walk into this audition room. Uh -huh. You can't prep before. I couldn't do any vocal warm-ups. Of course. And it was my first time actually singing in front of the judges. So my singing was not so good, but I was very happy with my peck bouncing performance. I think the peck bounce, honestly, I swear to God, that was probably one of the best bounces I've done in my life. And once I started bouncing, I felt like... Um, <laughs> It was just like magic that was happening. <laughs> nah, his okay. peck bouncing was kind of. This guy's a troll, be. right? Like he's trolling. He's. I I didn't get to warm up. There is no amount of warm up that could have made him sound any different than what he did. I'm glad you asked that question, Ross. Like, okay. did you do this as a serious singer? Like, you honestly wanted to get through, or was this to sort of, I guess, boost your profile on social media, YouTube, OnlyFans, and everything else? Well, I think it was. Uh, I I I know that I'm not the most talented singer. And I just went in there. Usually the things I do in life, I have the I go in with the objective of having fun and making fun the priority. You know, when I went to modeling castings and I say, oh, I want to go in with the expectations and because I want to have a certain result, nothing came from it. But once I went in and said, hey, I'm just going to have fun with this. And if something comes from it, fantastic. Right. And don't get me wrong. I am a huge. I love people who just do that. Who just oh, go I thought through you were life. Say you love speedos. No, having fun. I do love speedos. Oh, I'm glad um, you said that. You oh, love speedos, Ross. <laughs> All right. So you've seen a photograph Shut of up. Roz and Mocha. Oh. Okay. As yes. a speedo expert, who do you think would look better in a speedo between Roz and Mocha? <sighs> I mean, I saw both the guys. I think they're both very handsome. I got to say, Roz gives me more. He has more of a model vibe. I saw the photo. He was like giving me his blue steel look. Excuse and me. he looked fantastic in a Speedo, you know, more of a serious fashion vibe. I got to say, though, Mocha oh. gives me a lot of energy. And many people don't know this, but Speedos are not just about your looks, but also about your aura and your energy and how you fill them out. And I feel like Mocha just has a little bit more of that, like, Energy and that vibe, I can see him like you know, like bringing some moves to the speedo. So um, I, I would have to go with Mocha for just because you know the energy and how he's going to fill up. How he's going to fill it out? <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, like, did you show him a picture of me in summer? Like, was I pale? What picture did you show him? <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Joel Caldecott and his family are animal lovers, and for the past, like, four years, man, they've really been through it. 
Yeah, their cat Bella took off four years ago, and it's just one of these stories where what does a cat do for four years when they're not at home? Like, where does it go? Anyway, the cat is back. Like, Finally, miraculously, right? the cat is back, and they shot a video of uh, them telling their, their two little kids that after four years, um, Bella was back, and it's just incredible. Bella is home. <gasps> is she actually? Yeah. Yes! Yes! Joel Caldecott is on the Razamoga show. Okay, so Bella was gone, as we were just saying. Bella was gone for four years, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. We'd uh, given we'd given up um, and told the kids um, that she was probably dead. I mean, maybe not so bluntly as that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, we we said that she was she no longer with us, and and we'd given up on her. Yeah. Bella was chipped, right? You guys had her chipped. Yep, her and her sister uh, both chipped, and we were holding on to hope for that. But even after after four years, you're thinking, nah, there's no chance. And I always assume, you know, in a situation like this, maybe, you know, especially when you have kids that, you know, you, you don't want to think that your, your cat's dead. Maybe you think that somebody opened their back door because the cat had been hanging around looking for food, and she's living in a great home somewhere, yeah. right? Like, I think that that's sort of where your head goes when you don't want to think the worst. Yeah, precisely. Um, and although we, we, the kids had bought that, and uh, they thought that, that, that she's living with another family, I, I'd never heard of that happen before. Um, so we, we, my wife and I were, were pretty much um, resigned to it. Um, but that, that, that is, in fact, what we reckon um, happened. So, Joel, uh, who was it that got the phone call that Bella was found? Was it you? Was it your wife? How did you guys react? Well, um, my, my, my wife blanked the call, so she did first. But imagine that <laughs> if we both had just ignored it. But it was an unknown number. And um, I just was in the middle of working. I thought, oh, I'll take this book for one. So no number. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was the SPCA, the Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals in Scotland. And yep. um, a lady just said uh, someone in the public just picked up a cat, the Scander, Scander microchip, um, and and she's yours. How far away from home was she? She was 18 miles away, so oh, you know, wow. by all accounts, the cats do go further. But I mean, that that's some distance. She's not walking back back in a hurry. Um, takes about six hours for a person to walk it. So goodness knows, she'd worked her way there in the four years, just like the littlest hobo, you know, hitching yeah. lifts or something. And we <laughs> we just don't know. Where was she found? Like on somebody's property or like in the street? Well, this is the sad thing. Um, you know, she. She was found freezing cold and soaking wet underneath a car and just Aww. parked on the high street. Um, so that that that's the state she was in. Had she been living with somebody and they'd moved out or, or passed away or something, that, that kind of thing happens, you know, we've heard mm-hmm. in the news. But um, we'll never know. And and this lady and this member of the public took her in and um, they, then, then they cleaned her up and stuff and delivered her to our house you know we drove around and the the video of you telling your kids that bella was back um is so beautiful and incredible uh what how have how have they been through all this now that she's home oh my my eldest son uh is very jealous of that because he of course wasn't in the video so he's denied <laughs> future stardom he, he believes um and uh yeah they, they uh were as you can see on the on the video just uh made up and and she's much more playful than our other cat as well who's gone into a re- real mood 
um, are being kind of bumped down the packing order. <laughs> no. um, and so the, she, Bella is, is, is the star of the show. You know, she plays like a kitten. I mean, she's 13. So, I mean, what's that? Wow. Yeah. 91 yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. human years. Um, well, cat years. So she's um, she, she shouldn't be rolling around like she is. But yeah, the kids love playing with her. Oh, she's just excited. Yeah, does she remember? Running. Does she remember the home? Like when you guys brought her back in, or she walked around and started looking around? Does she remember the space? We we we're telling ourselves she does. Yeah, because uh, she took about an hour to run around everything and and cheer up and do weird noises. Um, and she, she did mark her territory at one point, which is a bit of an accident. But um, she, she, um, yeah, yeah, then got settled right back in and seemed to know the place and seemed very happy again. But, I mean, uh, who knows? A cat, right? Four I years. know, Four I years. know. <laughs> Super weird, man. But cats are resilient. Yeah. It's, uh, it's really wild. No, it's a beautiful story. And uh, 18, 18 miles away, that is an incredible distance for a little kitty to travel. Yeah, oh we're, glad, we're glad that Bella's back home with you guys. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show, Joel. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, guys. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Travis, welcome to Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. You're in it, huh? My friend's wife texted me and she wants to know if I can save their marriage. So this is what you wrote us. Roz and Mocha Fix My Life. Uh, your friend got married in 2017, and it was an awesome wedding. They seemed so much in love. However, my friend's wife sent me a message telling me that their marriage isn't going well and needs help. Uh, as I've known him for a while, my friend obviously doesn't know she wrote me, and he's not said anything to me. How do I help? I don't want to make things worse or have him find out that she's texting me. Has she gone into details as to what the problem is or problems are in their marriage? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Like, she hasn't gone into full details, but she said a little bit, like, he's just not acting himself. Um, he's kind of staying up later, like, he's having a couple more drinks at night kind of thing. Um, he's just acting really weird and just not himself. So, I, I, and what are your instincts as a friend? What, what, when you got that message, what was your initial urge? Was it to stay out of it or was it to try and help? Uh, like, I want to help. Like, he's a very social, outgoing person. So it's kind of with lockdown and all that, it just seems like he's just cooped up and that's kind of gone to him. So I can kind of understand why he's not being himself. And I'm just kind of scared that he's making decisions um, based on that that's going to affect everything when who knows if it could get better once mm. the world kind of gets so a little better. Why does this have to be done in secret then? Why does her reaching out to you have to be done in secret when she's his wife and she thinks that there's something wrong and maybe she's sort of exhausted all of her efforts on, you know, trying to snap him out of this or, or, or bring him back from some sort of state where he's not feeling good about himself or his place in the world or he's a little depressed or whatever it may be. Why does it have to be done in secret? Why can't you then go to your friend and say, hey, listen, there's, there's a lot of love in all of these friendships and relationships that we have. And she reached out to me because she's worried about you. And I just want to make sure you're okay. I just want to do a check-in um, because, you know, you guys you guys seem like a good couple, but she's not worried about herself or the relationship, but she's worried about you. And this is all coming from a place of love. Like, why does everything have to be done in secret? I just don't want him to think she's talking about him behind his back. And if he wanted, like, my advice directly, I think he would have told me more. Like, he did tell me about last week, um, things just aren't going well, but that's about it. So, but what did I he say? Like, well. wasn't going well, like with him personally or with the marriage? Uh, with the marriage, he, with... he he said that the two of them are not doing well. Okay, 
Um, what if he's depressed? You think he might be like a little bit depressed? Possibly, but that's kind of what I count to kind of lockdown. Like he just hasn't had his same personality mm-hmm. and social life because mm-hmm. because of it. So yeah. I'm hoping um, when lockdown is over, can kind of get back. He can get back to playing hockey and kind of going out to a bars every now and then and seeing people. And I'm just scared he's going to make a decision that's kind of quick and not not what he actually does want I, I also think that there's a lot of relationships right now that are failing because the thing that was keeping the relationships solid wasn't the time together what made them work was the time apart and people are having a real difficult time not having time apart right now and there's a lot of relationships that are failing because of that mm-hmm. and uh, I, I don't think that this needs to be cloak and dagger. I don't think that this needs to be. I don't think it should be sort of covert. And I don't think that if he found out that his wife, you know, wrote you because she feels that, you know, he needs help. There's a difference between her asking you to check in on him because she's worried about him and her asking you to help fix their relationship. I don't think it's your place to help fix their relationship. And it was if it was framed to you as you need to help fix our relationship, I think you should stay the hell out of it. If it was framed to you as I'm worried about him and it's affecting our relationship, I think that maybe you then come clean, but she also has to come clean. She has to go to him to say, hey, listen, I'm worried about you. Uh, so I, you know, I called your friend because maybe I don't know how to talk to you the way that you need to be talked to. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you need a friend. Maybe you need a conversation and you need a human to give you something or feedback or to just be there other than me. I understand I can't be absolutely everything in your life. That doesn't make sense in any relationship. And so I, I asked him, I asked him for help. I hope you don't mind. I did hey, it because I love you. Travis, do you know if your friend's wife, like, did she reach out to, to anybody else in your kind of friend circle about this? Uh, not, not any guys. Okay. Um, it just kind of came up in just like a random conversation on social media. Like I made a random post about me being single, yeah. and then she replied kind of jokingly that she might be in the same boat soon too. And- oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Jeez. Stay out. Stay out of it. There, you can't. You you can't be the. You can't take her side, and that's the only thing he's going to see. So she's going to lose. He's going to lose his wife and his and his and his friend in you. Because at this point, it's about trust. And if they're having issues and he hasn't brought it up to you, um, that means he's kind of private about it. And if if she's bringing it up to you, it's, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Making a weird comment like that, yeah. is, especially on social. It's, if, it's, if it's about him and his well-being, then yes, come clean. But you all have to come clean. Um, but if it's simply about, you know, her making a, a joke saying I may be single too, unless you can help fix my marriage, um, that's not your business. And that's also putting a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she didn't directly ask me to help him. Just kind of like, this is what's going on. Is, do you have any ideas on what um, can can help him? Because you've known him longer. Because I've known him for maybe ten years. Yeah. And they've known each other about five. I think it was five or six. So yeah. she just kind of wanted an outside opinion on it. And I'm not taking her side at all. It's just kind of. I only have one side of the story because he won't tell me, and I don't want to ask. But it's but it's not your job to have both sides of the story, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's not, fine, you're, you're Travis. Not, you're not their mediator. I think it's fine if you want to like give your buddy a call and check in every now and then. Like, uh, there's nothing wrong with that, just to see how how he's doing, right? Knowing his personality and knowing what you know, being at home for this amount of time as we all have 
uh, can do to a person. I think it's fine if you just want to do that check-in. And if he doesn't, kind of just let it go. I, yeah. I, I think that when you're talking to him, I think that you have to let the you have to let the wife know. Hey, listen, if I have this conversation with him, I'm going to tell him that you reached out to me. Yeah. Because there's no way for me to have this conversation feeling like I'm not betraying everybody's trust if I keep that a secret. So the only way that I'm able to have this conversation with him is if you're also willing to have that conversation with him doesn't have to be together, but I'm not talking to him without telling him that you reached out. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a call this afternoon, check in, and just let her know that I'm kind of making the call and kind of just get everybody on board. Yeah, and you're going to mention it. Yep, for okay. sure. Okay? All right. Take care, Travis. Thanks so much, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. There's a new Tom and Jerry movie being released a week from tomorrow. And I don't know if you saw the trailer for this, but... It's really cool that they decided not to make a CGI the way we now know CGI to be. So what'd they do? More lifelike. They've left Tom and Jerry as like, it's still somewhat 3D, but still flat lay um, cartoon characters. Oh, so yeah? So they're still animated cartoons. How do they not know about this? Living in the real world with all of us. Oh, I think okay. you'd like it, okay. man. Okay. I think okay. you'd like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chloe like Grace. Roger Rabbit. Yes. Okay. Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. Ken Jeong's in it. Colin Jones from SNL is in it. And uh, our guy, Michael Pena, who's absolutely hilarious. We know him from, he was in American Hustle. He was in both Ant-Man movies. He's he, the guy in the Ant-Man movie that tells the stories. All the time, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in uh, Narcos Mexico. He is so, so funny. I'm such a big fan of his. Uh, damn it, Maury had a chance to talk to Michael Pena on Zoom yesterday, right? And obviously. <laughs> like, always has to start things off. Of course. So awkward. Of course. Not like, you know, instead of just being like, hey, it's so great to talk to you. Thank you very much for joining us. Let's jump into it. Yeah. Uh, this is what damn it, Maury decides to say to Michael Pena. Michael, how are you, dude? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? This is awesome. I love that my first time meeting you, you're in my room and I'm in my pajamas. Like, it can't get any better than that. I mean, that's just like sweet living right there, dude. I'm in my dining room and just uh, with a laptop in front of me. Yeah, not not in my pajamas, yeah. <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, being completely cool, being totally normal. This is not some sort of party. No, okay? not at all. We've all loved some of your incredible past, you know, uh, badass roles that you've played. Now... How would you handle Tom and Jerry if they were real people? Oh, my gosh. That would be really tough because I don't know. I think it would be too much, to be honest with you. It would be too much to handle. Imagine if, they, like, you know, for instance, we like we had puppeteers on set, and they were, like, you know, um, uh, animating, I guess you could say, um, um, Jerry. But he was so cute. If he wasn't cute, he would just be considered a brat. You know, like, I, I don't know how much uh, how much leeway he would be given. <laughs> so the premise of this new Tom and Jerry movie, which drops next week, yeah. is that Tom and Jerry both get kicked out, I guess, from wherever it is that they were living and battling, right? Okay. Yeah. And then they, they become friends, and then they go their separate ways. And Jerry finds a home inside of this big hotel in, like, New York. And then they need to get rid of the mouse problem, quote-unquote problem, that's in this hotel. Michael Pena plays the hotel manager. Gotcha. Okay. And Chloe Grace Moretz is another employee there who's then tasked with get rid of this mouse. 
So then she okay. hires somebody who's going to help get rid of this mouse, and that somebody ends up being Tom, the cat. And okay. then the two of them meet, Tom and Jerry meet, and we're like, crap, we're supposed to be friends. <laughs> right. But my job now is to get rid of you, and then they become enemies again, and that's gotcha, how the, gotcha, the whole gotcha, battle. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay. The whole battle ensues, and of course, Michael Pena's character gets involved, gets in the middle of a lot of these battles. While filming this movie, which was awesome, you know, there is moments where you're rolling around on the ground, yelling, uh, you know, acting like a crazy person. In that moment, how did that make you feel? <laughs> you know, what actually, like, you get to you get to vent a little bit, and it's always nice when you're like, because if you think about it, like, you know, as a grown person you actually scream, you know, as loud as you want and in front of a bunch of strangers at one point. Um, or, or There's not a lot of times where you can do that besides being in a football field um, with like, you could just scream your emotions all over the place and people think, yeah, it's not pretty good. And you get paid for it. I don't know, man. It looks pretty funny. I'm going to watch it. It's funny. I, whenever I think of Tom and Jerry, I've just watched so much Simpsons in my life that I only think of Itchy and Scratchy. Where, oh, I'm, yeah. like, where I'm like, oh my God, that's not Tom and Jerry. That's Itchy and Scratchy. And then I got to think back of what Tom and Jerry was. But uh, but yeah, no, that's crazy. I love everybody in this movie, man. Yeah, it's a great cast. Again, Tom and Jerry, the new movie opens on uh, one week actually from tomorrow. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Kayla. Yes? It's Ron Zamoka. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. We tried calling you yesterday. You didn't answer. Understandably, you're very tired. You got a baby in the house. Yes. So how's it going? Good. He's sleeping right now, thankfully. Oh, okay. What do you do with that time <laughs> that, that he goes to sleep? Usually I'm sleeping with him. Oh, yeah. oh whoops. Exhaustion. <laughs> then you got us bothering you. Oh, no. I was actually so sad when I found out I missed your call yesterday. I love you guys. Oh, we love you right back. How's everything been with the baby at home? Good. He's really good. Um, I have a nine-year-old stepson as well, and he loves him. So oh, he that's helps amazing. Us a lot too. Yeah, so you got yeah, a lot, more than enough help at home. Oh, yeah. And I, I live, we live with our father, my father-in-law, so I pass them off to him when I need a break at times. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, it's been good. It's been hard during the pandemic, but and not being able to get out. But uh, so what? Okay. What do what do you do? Like I, you still have to find enjoyment. Like you just can't be working all the time and just changing a kid and and occupying. Like what do you actually do when you have a moment to yourself? And and it could be you know two minutes a day kind of thing where you actually have a minute to yourself. What do you do to sort of just get out of your own head and and have a laugh or what's your thing my husband just bought me um like one of those crafting machines where like you can make shirts and stuff like that so yeah. i've been kind of doing that when um my son's name is bentley when he goes to sleep um just for like me but um a lot of it is just spending time with everybody and trying to i'll go for a walk when it's nice out but it's been so cold that like i couldn't even really do that yeah but I've been doing, like, I've been spending a lot of money at Michael's to try and do something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Got to do what you got to do yep. to, to make the time pass and also make you happy, right? Amazon and Michael's right now. My husband goes to work and then I spend his paycheck there. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, listen, uh, we just wanted to call to wish you a happy belated birthday. It sounds like you're in great spirits and um, we can't thank you enough for for spending whatever time that you have during your day with us we definitely appreciate it i absolutely i listen to your podcast all the time oh 
you're that the best. Amazing. Hey, you're between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite though? Mocha. Oh wow, that was quick. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> well, happy birthday! Wow. Thank you for listening. Lots of love to you. My husband says it's Roz. Oh yeah, that doesn't mean anything at this point. <laughs> His feelings are already hurt. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. Thank you. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. A uh, bunch of stuff going on. Uh, Jays are going to open their season in Dunedin. Oh, yeah. Go, Jays, go. <laughs> uh, are Rian- they going to play, like, the entire season there? No, I think that what they're, the hope is that they're going to start there and then that some miracle is going to happen with COVID and they're going to be able to move back to no. Toronto. But I don't – listen. That's not happening. As it's looking right now, America's going to have their act together before Canada does. So Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's going to be open down there before it is up here. Uh, and uh, also, I know that you're desperately waiting for Rihanna's new Oh, my God. Album. Yes. Please tell me you have news on Rihanna. No, no, because everything that is news about Rihanna has to do, it, it really, like, it just seems like every single thing that comes out is pulling her farther and farther away from releasing a record. Oh. So Fenty Beauty, yeah. the the brand, is now worth $1 billion. Oh, she ain't never releasing music again. <laughs> I read that yesterday, and I Girl, was like, bye. oh, my God, that album. <laughs> that poor album. Yeah. That poor like, I album. Wonder, that poor album. I wonder if, like, she had to have recorded tracks, though, right? You think? Remember when she announced that she was going to do, like, a double album? One's, one of them was going to be dance hall. The other one was going to be I straight don't R&B. Like, I don't know, uh, Do you think man. she started that project, or that was just announcing to the world, here's what my intentions are, and... Yeah, maybe. You know, we'll see what happens. Maybe. I, I don't I, I don't know, but it, it can't be. You can't do what she's doing and building what she's building part time. Yeah, no, not at all. You, you just can't do it. That company wouldn't be worth a billion dollars right now if she had stepped away, hired some really smart people to take care of it and started touring again. Yeah, it she just, went all it, in. It just wouldn't. And you that company all in. grew rather quickly it's not like it's not Very an old quick. old company no. and for her to be at a billion dollars already no i'm trying to think of when it started i don't even know when because started. she is not just like she is that company she's not the face of the company she is that company so they're they're anticipating that savage uh x fenty will be the global lingerie leader by 2025 already huh yeah yeah girl yeah i know so and as as awesome as these stories are don't get me wrong i'm loving the fact that you know somebody stepped away from music and built a billion dollar business yeah do your thing that's that's incredible for more wins yeah but every single one of these wins every single one of these stories it just makes it seem like that that album is just farther and farther and never again we've we've actually said (laughs) goodbye to Rihanna the singer, Rihanna the artist, Rihanna the performer. We've said goodbye to her, and I think it's time that we accept that fact. I know, I know, and I don't know, and I and and I and but you can't hate on it. Like no, it's not like it's. I understand when people go in on Drake. You know, can't release Certified Lover Boy because you know you're recovering from surgery, but you're shooting commercials, commercials, and you're doing all this stuff. Going to the Bahamas. I get all that. Like, I get the people, you know, tapping their watches, looking at Drake going, come on, come on, come on. But you can't do that with Rihanna. No, because she went out. It's not like she... (laughs) You're so pissed off. It's awesome. I know, I know. But it's hard to be pissed off. No, that's the thing, though. Like, I can't be mad, right? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Did you watch this Demi Lovato trailer? Oh, my God, yes. So Demi Lovato, the new documentary is called Demi Lovato Dancing with the Devil. It's a four-part docuseries, March 23rd uh, on YouTube, YouTube Originals. And the way that the trailer's put together is you get the sense that she and everybody in her life that's close to her, close friends, family, everybody is is in this, um, telling the story of Demi Lovato and her rise to fame. And I guess what they focus on heavily is the overdose in 2018, which I guess has left Demi Lovato with some real physical limitations that still affect her today but the trailer is like my god i've had so much to say over the past two years wanting to set the record straight about what it was that happened fyi i'm just gonna say it all and then if we like don't want to use any of it we can take it out tmz reports that the singer was rushed to the hospital unconscious law enforcement is stating that she overdosed she should be dead you don't want the true story from me <laughs> i can't believe y'all are doing this so you just want to know everything Demi's good at making you believe that she's okay. Demi is very good at hiding what she needs to hide. I crossed a line that I had never crossed. Are we talking about heroin? Are we doing that? I had three strokes. I had a heart attack. My doctors said that I had five to ten more minutes. Right? Wow. So I know uh, Elton John and Christina Aguilera, I don't know if they're in all four parts, mm-hmm. but the two of them make an appearance in the trailer, at least. So talking about Demi. Demi Lovato says that she was left with brain damage that she continues to deal with today. I imagine that was from just the time that she was under where it was just so touch and go. Um, but this is the new way of sort of owning your story and we saw this because the 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 beaver documentary that he did that docuseries was really great and it allowed them to have full control over their story and without the manipulation of even advertisers you know with you know putting it on youtube or Mm -hmm. having to sign it because i know madonna just signed a big contract to do a docuseries with netflix or a one-off um about her madame x tour but uh, then if you remember um a few months ago paris hilton the Paris Hilton one, her documentary well. on YouTube, which is fantastic, by it, the way, it, it is, and 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 this looks like, and, and maybe it's just because we came right off the framing Britney Spears, yeah. where I, I still have that rolling around in my head, just exposing the sort of realities of being that young star and ultra famous, and and they got into that in the Beaver one as well, but uh, I don't think anybody is ready for the actual truth in the Demi Lovato documentary. That's as soon as the guy says, are we talking about heroin? Are we doing this? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, they're really getting into everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's a four-part docuseries, as you said, starts March 23rd on YouTube. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right, here we go. Halton, schools and buses canceled. Sorry, schools are closed. Buses are canceled. Virtual classes also canceled. Oh, yeah. York. Schools are closed. Buses are canceled. But virtual classes are taking place. That's not cool, man. Niagara. All schools are closed. No virtual learning. Peel. Schools are closed. Um, However, you do have to attend classes online. And the big one, we were saying, what's Toronto going to do? Is Toronto going to be cool? Give the kids a snow right? day. 25 centimeters of snow today. The plows are just getting out there. 
to clear the streets, and it's going to be a mess. Busy, busy, busy today. So what's Toronto doing? Come on. Oh, guess what? what? All buses are canceled. However, Uh-oh. schools remain open for those returning to in-person learning today. And their Come Twitter on, is blowing up. Man. Their Twitter is blowing up. People not happy, huh? No, someone said, are you effing insane? <laughs> Somebody said, wait for people's lives at risk. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it's nuts. How was your drive-in today? Oh, terrible. Terrible, huh? Yeah. yeah. The time that I leave in the morning. Do you have four-wheel drive on that thing or no? All-wheel drive? I do. Yeah. Um, the time I leave in the morning, though, is before all the plows get out. Yeah. And you know plows don't usually get out until after uh, a certain like amount of time that snow stops. Yeah. Right? So it was still snowing. It was crazy. It was nuts. It took me like an hour. Yeah. Maury, you drive a Yaris with all seasons. Yes. Yes. Wow, I slid all the way to work. Yeah. How was it? Dangerous, right? Very. Yeah. My grandmother called me last night going, you really need to change your tires. Yeah. And what did you say to her? Well, winter's a season. Mind your own beeswax, Grandma. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't have sounded more bored during my conversation with Nana. So how was it? But honestly, though, like, were you... Honestly, I was scared. I was like, I think there are finger marks on my uh, steering wheel from pressing too hard. Yeah. Because you're not that... You're not the greatest driver to begin with. And I don't think. (laughs) I don't think. I'm not saying anything we don't already know. No, you're terrible. Uh, You're not. (laughs) I've never been in an an accident. I've I've smashed into things. (laughs) (laughs) How do you explain all them dents and scratches in your car? Yeah, because he smashes into things, but that's not an accident. Of course, (laughs) right? Of course, that's not. (laughs) I've never been in an accident. I have smashed into things. Yeah, multiple times. (laughs) Yeah. Things, so, not so, people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did you? What was? You, what did you do? Like you got it because you you parked. I was in the honking under- at people to get out of my way. <laughs> Could you stop? Oh like God. what was stopping? No, because like? I didn't want to stop. Okay. Right. So I was just like praying. Well, how was that a red light? Oh no, I had to stop then. But I was just praying. Like if it turned yellow, I had to keep going. Like, right. Because you have to think to Three yourself: either away. I'm going to stop, or I'm going to like not stop. Okay. Well, yeah, those are the <laughs> options. How was your drive, Ross? I mean, I drive. I got a, I got four wheel drive. Like yeah, I hit, a, I hit a button and like I was. I just took it slow, right? Yeah, I just took you, it slow. That's all you can do. It oh, was, it was fine. And but also, I just the only thing I thought about my entire drive in was, oh my god, what is Maury doing right now? You were probably gonna pass it, and that's like, what I thought. Ditch. I was actually looking, like I was on the highway looking because there was one car. There was a car stopped on the side, just where you get off the highway, mm-hmm. and uh, and there was a car off to the side, and it was a black car. And I was as I was driving, there's snow covering the license plate. I couldn't see it, and I was like. That I bet you that's Maury. Yeah. And then I thought I ain't driving him the rest of the way. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> What's that? What would you do? Nothing. I would pretend I didn't see you. To be honest with you, I'd pretend I didn't see you. And then what? Get to work and then phone me? Yeah, I'd be like, hey man, where are you? Where are you? Okay. <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. What's your name? Kara. Happy birthday, Kara. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here is uh, a text that we got from Kara's friend, Jackie. Are you ready for this? Yes. Hi, Razamoka. My name is Jackie. It's my best friend's birthday on February 16th, and I know she would really like a call from you. I know that because she crafted the following about herself, gave me your number, and told me to just copy and paste it and send. She tells her boyfriend all the time that she would leave him for you guys. Here is what she told me to send to you. 
Oh my god, Jackie. Hi, Roz and Mocha. My best friend's 39th birthday is on February 16th, and she's a huge fan of your show. She's been on your podcast many times, and she loves getting to talk to you guys. She's a beautiful person inside and out, and is the life of every party. She's a single mom wow. to three little boys. Wow. She's an amazing mom and friend. I know she would love to hear from you. Here's her number. So true, though. <laughs> oh god damn carol oh. so you have to craft up the own <laughs> message to send out the people to get in contact with us well i just i like i think it's nicer when it comes from someone else when you guys do this on your show like when it's like oh your boyfriend messaged us or your best friend messaged us and told us to give you a call on your birthday so i didn't want to have to do it myself i wonder how many of these we get now i wonder how many people are the actual people <laughs> whose birthday it is that just write us saying hey it's my best friend's birthday she's Why? awesome give her a call yeah. here's her number <laughs> I, well, I, I told her it's all stuff she believes anyways so fair enough she would have written it herself <laughs> so you don't think that your boyfriend was going to reach out no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> does your boy, does your boyfriend not like us? Well, he um, no, he likes you guys. He uh, he just he's, he would be too afraid to end up on the radio himself. Oh, okay. Why? Gotcha. So, does he got secrets? Does he have secrets? No. It's, uh, yeah, he's a he's a undercover officer, so he doesn't want to be on the radio. Oh, snap. Yeah. So, but I tell him all the time. I'm like, well, you know, I would leave you for any one of them, right? Like. If, oh damn! Yeah, but it's okay. He he understands. He's yeah, like, why, I know. Why I is know. it always? Why is it always the girls who date guys with guns that say that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, we don't <laughs> need him falling like, I don't want that in my life. I don't want that kind of heat, man. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> he knows I'm messing around. Uh -huh. <laughs> like I'm half. He knows I'm half joking. Uh huh. Oh, half. Exactly. <laughs> well, Kara, we just wanted to call to wish you a very happy birthday. Thank you for uh, Thank you. for for. Listening to the Razamoga show and uh, and I guess texting your friend with a message that you wrote to text us. Uh, damn it, Ori, damn it, Ori has something he'd like to ask you. I thought I would be uh, perfect to tell a birthday joke. Oh, God, here we go. Oh, yes. And the answer is your age. Oh. Go ahead, Maury. <laughs> okay, what goes up but never comes down? Yeah. Your age. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Maury. Happy birthday, Karen. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. Love you, too. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. All right, news time. Hey, Mocha. Uh -huh. Are you ready? Uh -huh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, Megan and Harry are set to sit down with Oprah Winfrey for a primetime special. This is going to air March 7th. Uh, the interview is going to range uh, on subjects including their marriage, parenthood, Megan's adjustment to life as a royal, and more. The first half is Oprah Winfrey and Megan, and then they will be joined by Harry um, in the second half where they will discuss their decision to move to the United States. Didn't Megan yesterday or the day before announced she's having another child. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Question... When we all found out that Taylor Swift was going to be re-recording all her previous albums, yeah, was would they be eligible for Grammy consideration? Mm. And I know a lot of people had thoughts on this. Let's see. Just to remind you, Fearless, when it was first released, mm. won four Grammys, including Album of the Year. So the question now is... Should Taylor's re-release of Fearless? Should or could? Should it? Should it be eligible to 
potentially walk away one more time with album of the year. Yes. You think so? I'll tell you why. Yes. She got six bonus songs on there, brand new material that adds to the album. Sure, but let's say there wasn't. But she's just re-recording. Then no. Then no. So it, they are eligible, regardless oh, of the wow. bonus material. Okay. The only thing that they're not eligible for are the songwriting categories. Because that would have been submitted already. That would have been submitted Forever already. Ago, yeah. But the actual re-recording of a performance, I imagine this would be like telling any other artist that if their big hit was a cover, they wouldn't be eligible. Mm. Because basically Taylor at this point is just covering herself. Yeah. So if covers are allowed, but that, again, songwriting wouldn't be eligible for that artist because they didn't originally write the song or it may have already been nominated for songwriting categories, then yes. But Taylor's uh, brand new albums, Fearless, will be eligible for Grammy consideration and the bonus tracks will be eligible for songwriting categories Yeah, if they've never previously been released before. So now, does this change let's say if an artist goes back and re-records like their first album let's say yes right and then could they submit that yes for future Grammys? apparently you can huh yeah apparently you can just not the songwriting categories and but, nobody's ever like tried to crack that code before uh, huh? i don't know yeah no no huh. No, I mean, other people have done different versions of sort of like their, you know, older songs. I know Elton John has done two versions of Candle in the Wind before. Yeah. And there's been other artists who have done a, you know, like a, a you know, a 2009 version of their 1996 hit or whatever it is, like a yeah. remix. I don't know what constitutes a full new version. Like, I don't think remixes count. Like if Katy Perry said, I want to go back and redo my entire first album. Yes. And then I guess she could submit it for absolutely. Grammys that's the way. To. That's the way it's wow. working right now. Yeah, uh, that is according to the Recording Academy. Uh, Perez Hilton was on Good Morning Britain, and Perez Hilton is featured prominently in the um, Framing Britney Spears documentary. Is because, he really? Wow. Because Perez was just awful. A lot. Yeah. I mean, everybody was just awful, but Perez was like on a public he, platform. Perez was right? like he's the one that called her an unfit mother, and he's the one that you know, said that she should have died instead of Heath Ledger. Like, yeah. he was on that level of horrid. And uh, so they were asking him whether he regrets any of the things that he had said in the past about Britney Spears. I regret a lot or most of what I said about Britney, as I'm sure Piers would if he were here, the things that he said in the past. Thankfully, hopefully, as many of us get older, we get wiser. You know, somebody that was talked about in this documentary briefly, Diane Sawyer, respected journalist, a good woman, but many people are painting her out to be a villain. I think a lot of fans and folks just want to blame this person and that person. And it's not as simple as that. There are real mental health issues at play with Britney Spears. And you made fun of all of them. You know every I mean? single yeah. one of them, yeah. But everybody did, and and everybody's got to wear that. And I've said publicly many times that the, I just go back and I just remember the things that the scripts that I had read or things that I've said or yeah. ideas that I had and, and ways to cover it were horrific, mm -hmm. absolutely horrific. And I feel terrible about the, the the part that even I played in all of that. So Courtney Kardashian has taken her relationship with Travis uh, Barker, Instagram official.
Oh, yeah? I don't know if you saw that. All right, cool. There's just a picture of them holding hands. Of course, it's her perfectly manicured hand with his heavily tattooed hand. No caption. Oh, so you know it's official. Okay. No words needed. No mm. words needed, girl. I like Travis Barker. Yeah, he's cool. He's been through hell, too. Such a wicked drummer. Yeah. Do you remember when he had the uh, reality show on MTV? With his family, right? With his family, yeah. 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 That's when I really, was it? Meet, really the, meet the Barkers, right? Something like that, yeah. That's yeah, when I yeah, really yeah, became yeah. a fan of his. Like, I knew he was an excellent drummer and everything, but... Yeah, he's cool. Uh, so McDonald's is different all over the world. We know that. Yeah. And McDonald's in North America, their big celeb partnerships are with stars. Yeah. Right? Travis well, you saw Scott. saw what they did with the Travis Scott stuff, it's right? It's incredible. Yeah. Bananas. Um, in other parts of the world, they partner with other celebs. So this is really interesting. So McDonald's in Denmark partnered with a celeb, but they partnered with a michelin star celebrity chef to come up with a new mcdonald's burger like an artisan burger yes okay so what he came up with what's his name is uh chef cunningham and he's created a high-end mcdonald's burger that is only available in denmark it's called the homestyle bernays it consists of a huge beef patty yeah layered with bernays sauce crusty potato sticks smoked onion puree Roasted onions, lettuce, and cheddar cheese served up on a brioche bun. Yeah. It looks delicious, man. The McCunningham? Yeah, I'm telling you, it looks... I'm I looking at the that. picture of this. I'd it try looks, that. It looks so good. Really? Like, it looks really good. You like, can probably make a, that when you get home. It's a good-looking burger. I know, but there's just something about... I don't, I don't do a good Bernays, right? It's I don't even not, know uh, what's in a Bernays. I think I've Bernays, yeah, it's... Uh, hold on. here. I don't want to screw this up because then people are going to call me out on this. Uh, Bernese sauce. Uh, Bernese sauce. Because you normally put Bernese on eggs, right? I think so. Isn't that what you put it on? And I'm not a fan of those eggs. Whatever oh, no, those you're, eggs you're, are. You're, uh, Holland, Holl- Hollandaise? What's, then what's Bernese sauce? Okay. Oh, Bernese sauce. Hold on here. Let oh, me you're just, thinking Hollandaise. Hollandaise sauce. I'm so, uh, what is Bernese sauce made out of? Here we go. Bernese sauce is a, uh, it's, it's a, Sort of almost a hollandaise sauce. Oh. So the mother of sauces in French cuisine is simply an emulsification of egg yolks and butter cut through mm. with vinegar-flavored uh, and tarragon and shallots mm. and a little bit of black pepper. Yeah, so it's basically just a thick, eggy, okay, creamy sure. sauce. Okay, sure. Douse right? that on the burger? Oh, come on now. Oh, you get McDee's fries on, on the side? Yeah, Woo! that's what I'm saying. That big Oprah Winfrey interview with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, apparently Oprah courted Meghan Markle and Prince Harry for three years to land that interview. Wow. And she even became friends with Doria, um, Meghan Markle's mom, in order to sort of build that connection. But do you read there's one part of this story where I'm like, this is why people don't like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So let me read you this. Oprah Winfrey courted Meghan Markle and Prince Harry for three years to land her exclusive interview with the couple. Oprah Winfrey was described as a, quote, friend of the couple when she was a guest at their May 2018 royal wedding. She had only met Meghan Markle once before then while first trying to land the interview. So... Hmm. This is why people don't like Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, because of big showy things like that. So, so Oprah, Oprah Winfrey was prominently displayed at their wedding. Yeah. They had met once. Hmm. One time. I met Meghan Markle once. Right, yeah. In the elevator of this building. Exactly. She, I didn't get the invite. No, but like you, but Oprah, you want Oprah at your wedding, right? Because you want to do a big show. And I understand you want to do a big show. But this is why people don't like you. 
Oh. Is that when you have somebody like Oprah Winfrey, who everybody wants Oprah at their wedding. Oh, yeah. When not? you have her at their wedding, but you met her once and you seat her where she sat. That's why people don't like you. For real. Wow. I'm just saying. Don't at them or anything. I'm not. <laughs> I can't. They don't have social. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, Tim Tebow announced his retirement from the Mets organization yesterday. Uh, he's been playing AAA ball since, I think, like 2016, never actually making it to the Mets, but uh, he did his time. They say At some point, you just got to know when to hang it up. Yeah, they said, uh, it has been a pleasure to have Tim in our organization, and he's been a consummate professional during his four years with the Mets. Uh, by reaching the AAA level in 2019, he has far exceeded expectations when he first entered the system in 2016, and he should be very proud of his accomplishments. So there you go. All right. Uh, also, Fernando Tatis Jr. signs this deal with the Padres. It is a 14-year extension. Oh, my God, 14. A 14-year extension for $340 million. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, how are you going to say no, though? 14 years, $340 million. How do you say no to that? Yeah. My God. Uh, Naomi Osaka defeated Serena Williams in the Australian Open semifinals, finals, ending Serena's latest attempt to tie the record for Grand Slam single titles. Uh, in the press conference after the match, Serena got emotional, uh, leaving the room and cutting the press conference short. What you saying about the, the unforced errors through the match? Considering how well you've played to get to this stage, what do you feel caused that? Or is it just one of those bad days at the office? Uh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm done. It was sad to see. It was sad to see. I know you've She's, been on a uh, run and yeah. you're like, you know, one of the greatest. And they had asked her as well if the if this was her sort of goodbye, and uh, she basically had said, "If it was my goodbye, you wouldn't know because I don't tell anybody anything." Oh, in your face, everybody! <laughs> uh, Tessica Brown, the uh, Gorilla Glue girl, yeah. her GoFundMe is under investigation. So she started the GoFundMe initially to get money to help pay for whatever treatment was going to be needed to get the glue out of her hair. And she just was asking for 1500 bucks uh, that ballooned up to 23,000. Uh, but then she started with her merchandising and everything else. And I think that there was a backlash to it where people kept reporting accusations of fraudulent activity on her GoFundMe. So now she can't actually access the GoFundMe money. So here is Tessica uh, in an interview um, talking about exactly what she wanted to do with the money because she had said that she was going to donate the money. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here she is talking about the problem she's having right now with GoFundMe. The GoFundMe? Oh, that, you can't even touch that. Like, I'm trying to donate it to, you know, uh, Dr. O'Bain and the three families in St. Bernard Parish. You can't even touch it because that many people have wrote emails saying it was a fraudulent account. So, really? Yeah, so at this point, I don't know, like, they must have thought that was going to hurt me some kind of way. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you know, have at it. I mean, it's just the yeah, many people, Dr. O'Bain gets his donation and the three families get their um, blessings. But, right. I mean, at some point, y'all got to stop. Like, y'all got to stop. And a GoFundMe spokesperson told The Post in a statement that they are, quote, 
in touch with Tessica and working with her on the withdrawal of the funds uh, prior to withdrawals. Uh, she must clearly state on the campaign page how she intends to use the money. Hmm. And I guess it wasn't clearly stated because at first she wanted it to help with her hair and then that got fixed. And then she wanted to donate it to three families locally where, where she lives and also pay the doctor who fixed up her head and all this stuff. So I think that you have to be completely clear as far as your intentions or you get flagged as a fraudulent account. I don't know a lot yes. about GoFundMe. Uh, I've never been a, I've never been a part of one before, but I didn't know it was that easy to to sort of flag somebody for uh, being a maybe because there's so much attention paid on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the like, I, I read that the um, the doctor that in Beverly Hills that helped her out, Doctor yeah. Obang, his office ever since the news came out and ever since it was him that did the the surgery or the procedure that his office has been inundated now with potential new clients for all sorts of different things. Right. Just because his name has been out there so much. And now he's also talking in talks with a company to develop that special serum that he yeah. pieced together yeah. to help Tesca out. Yeah. Like somebody now wants to buy the like the product like turned it into into a, a product yeah <laughs> i don't know man i've seen three videos on social since tessica brown of people putting gorilla glue in their hair i know it's wild just for cloud i guess yeah. i don't know but like they're doing the whole thing they're crying oh yeah. my god i can't believe i put gorilla yeah. glue in my hair like yeah 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 you can yeah you, we just went through this man yeah you know what the consequences <laughs> like, are showing up in the emergency room everything like yeah, doing sorry, we're closed yeah the whole routine the whole routine it is official netflix has landed tim burton's live action adams family series with an what? eight episode order it is a spinoff focused on wednesday adams the oh, daughter yeah? All right. uh, titled wednesday the coming of age comedy written by smallville creators uh and to be directed by tim burton is a wow. sleuthing supernatural naturally infused mystery charting Wednesday Adams years as a student at Nevermore Academy. Uh, that's where she attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities, thwart monstrous killing sprees wow. that have terrorized the local town and solve the supernatural mystery that embroiled her parents 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very tangled relationship. So it's like a YA what? kind of high school setting. Yo, with Wednesday you, Adams. Smallville back in the day? Yeah. Woo, that was my show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's gonna be written by the creators of Smallville. So I'm a fan already. And directed by Tim Burton. So it should be sure. pretty dope. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, according to ESPN, many of the NBA's top players are expressing apprehension about accepting invitations to participate in a league-sponsored public service announcement to bolster broader acceptance for the coronavirus vaccine. Mm. The NBA's outreach to the agents of many of the league's elite players uh, with hopes of getting the stars to participate in PSAs to promote the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine has been met with tepid response, sources said. Players apprehend Apprehensions about receiving the vaccine are consistent with those that also exist in black communities throughout the country. Agents and players told ESPN sources describe uh, a number of factors contributing to many players reluctance to participate, including uncertainty about taking the vaccine themselves, reluctance wow. to advocate its use to others and resistance to extending favors to a league amid a largely unpopular uh, plan to continue with the all-star game. So basically, Basically, 
there's a lot of things going on here. But that last one is don't put us in a position to say, hey, take care of yourself, get the vaccine, wear a mask, social distance, and then have us go and do an unnecessary all-star game. Yeah. Because the all-star game is unnecessary yeah, right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and so uh, you have that. Shanna Mochler. Who's that again? She is Travis Barker's ex. Oh, right. Okay. So Travis Barker, Courtney Kardashian became Instagram official the other day. Yeah. And Shannon Mochler throwing some shady likes on social media Mm-mm. when there's a, there was a thousand comments, thousands of comments, all, you know, loving this new relationship between Travis Barker and Courtney Kardashian. Uh, but there was one comment which Shannon Mochler hit the big thumbs up to, and that was, that broad got nothing on you. Travis downgraded big time. Ooh. <laughs> like. <laughs> right? <laughs> Screen grab and that. It's, it's so hard to not like that, too. You know what You know what that feeling's like, right? Yeah. Like when you're on there and somebody says something and one oh, person yeah, like, like, oh, comes, yeah. oh, here we go. I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screen grab, airdrop that to everybody in your vicinity. Yeah. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Love this part of the podcast because we get to read and answer the questions that you've left for us on Instagram. Uh, and we always uh, have a little bit of fun by starting it off by going to the phones. Hello, Leah. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? Doing great. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thank you so much. What is your question? My question is, what is something your kid did that made you say, yep, that's my kid, all right. Oh, there we go. Do you uh, have an answer? Do you have any kids, Leah? I do. I have two boys, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And um, for me, it was the moment that I gave my uh, oldest, my uh, Xander, a box of Smarties. And when I looked back, he had organized them not only in color, but he had put them from least amount to the greatest amount and then ate them in order of his favorite color. Oh, my God. Exactly, wow. Which is exactly what I used to do when I was little. So I just kind of looked, and I was like, oh, God, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll start with Maury because Maury doesn't have kids. You have the dog. What's that? <laughs> I have Andy Monroe. Not a kid, though. Not a no, kid. No, but it's interesting. Not a kid. You, I, don't just... want, I don't want your opinions on what the dog did where you said, that's my dog, because it's a dog. <laughs> okay? Because I, I do I don't, have an answer. I, I, I just don't. I don't, I don't want to entertain that right now. Sniff its own butt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, give me side eye, but yeah, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Maury, your father, Frank Sherman, yes. is on the phone. So uh, we're going to bring in somebody else to this conversation, if that is okay with you. What up, Frank? Hello. How, How are you guys doing? Good, buddy. Wonderful. How are you? Excellent. The, the question was this, uh, Frank. What is something your kid did that made you think, yep, that's my kid, all right? Wow, that opens up a whole uh, jar there. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what? It's a podcast. We have unlimited time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. What do you? What do you? What do you got? What's the thing that Maury did where you were like, "Yep, that's my kid." Well, all right. So, I guess a couple of uh, little variety here. So there's, uh, I guess, a little little cooking little things there, such as, hey, when you're a little kid and you're and you're a parent and you're trying to just showcase a little bit of a let's hop out into the kitchen and prepare something so so that's where we made a pizza together and uh and uh and it turned out to be like a golf ball with a little <laughs> dot on the top 
<laughs> what about Maury's love for uh, going into the grocery store and denting a can so he doesn't have to pay full price for it? No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. No, no. Well, okay, so one thing that I guess... Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, yes. Here we go. Uh, I guess when you when you go out to trade shows, and they have those little uh, trinkets of, of little freebies and fun things and stuff like that there. So they had... Uh, one of those uh, seat pads with the uh, uh, hockey fan fest or whatever it was on that trade show. And uh, so I picked up one and started to walk, and I thought that Maury was beside me. And turns out that I looked back and, where are you? He went back over to the uh, to that table and said, hey, could I have one of those freebies as well? <laughs> <laughs> that started off a whole trend of... <laughs> You always got to get something for nothing. Maury, your love for freebies obviously comes from your dad, right? Oh, of course. I proudly <laughs> say that. In fact, when I when I hang out with my father, we'll try and out-freebie each other. Who got the better freebie this year? Right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, he was super <laughs> proud. He won a spatula at a radio contest once. <laughs> Maury, uh, Maury uh, Frank, yeah. just so you know, on more than one occasion, Frank, uh, Maury has given me a freebie as a gift. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful kid on those, on those Christmas gifts, birthday gifts. You get a whole, whole case of one thing or another, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Maury, anything you want to say to your pops when we got him here on the phone? Oh, I just thank you for making me who I am. The, the, you know, I think I learned a lot from you, and it's awesome. Aww. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. I, I remember one little thing of a footnote that. Uh, uh, we were fortunate to go to uh, backstage to the Juno Awards one time, and uh, there was many different uh, fun celebrities there, performers. So Maury went and interviewed uh, Kim Mitchell and and a few others, but he went and and interviewed Alana Miles. And then after he was done with this, and he was about nine years old, I think, she came over to me with a raspy voice and says. Man, that kid is something else, and you're going to have – he's going to have quite a future, and, and you should be really, really proud of him. Oh, oh that's real oh. nice. That's super <laughs> sweet, Frank. Brother. Thank you for sharing that story. That's amazing. I also remember her talking about her boobs in front of us. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened, too. <laughs> she was talking about me or you looking yeah, at them. That, that, happened, that happened, too, huh? <laughs> oh, Frank, thank you so much, brother. You know we love you, man. Yeah, stay safe, guys. Right, All right, on, take, care. take care. Leah, thank you very much for your question. That was amazing. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. you. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'll tell you, for me, um, there's Roxy's ability. Like, she's turned into such a troll, yeah. right? And and it's all my, it's all my doing. Um, but there are – she's so good at it that I don't even know she's trolling. Right. Like my the, the first time and this was going back probably a couple of years ago now. So she was maybe about seven and a half or eight. She understands everything that goes on. She's always looking at things and she's super observant and she knows how to troll or she knows when to say one thing that will start not a fight, but that will just get ears popping all over the house. Uh -huh. Right. And the first time I was like, oh, my God, you're such my kid is I was sitting at the table, the kitchen table, and I had my computer open. And I was looking at 
I don't know, lawnmowers or whatever it was, uh-huh. and, and just looking at anything. Like to right? buy or just, 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 I'm like just browsing? Looking. I'm okay. just looking. Okay, yeah. Right? And Catherine's in her office. And Roxy walks by and goes, man, that's an expensive lawnmower. And I go, <laughs> and, I, and I go, and I go, and I go, yeah, I know. Some lawnmowers are like really expensive. And then she goes, what does add to cart mean? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Shut up! I'm not even doing that. Like, I'm not even buying anything." Right? I'm like, there isn't even an ad to cart visible on the website that I'm on. Like, I'm reading an article, (laughs) right, of this lawnmower, and she's like, "What does add to cart mean?" And then what? Oh, Catherine's like, "What are you doing?" Yell from the other room. Yeah, yell from the other room, and then I have to like suddenly justify why I'm spending my own time. Reading, you know what I mean, right? So funny. Like just, re- just I'm just hanging out by myself. So it's stuff like that, and she does that stuff constantly to me. Yeah, and she's very good at it. Like normally when somebody trolls me, I'm like, not today. Uh, but she will just do it, and I don't even know what's happening. And then yeah. she'll look at me like that, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm the idiot dad, yeah. right? Like I'm, I'm just like that's me. I don't, I don't. It's uh, but that's what it's like in my house. Um, for us, like I mean, Cruz is still, you know, he's still growing, he's still developing. He, he'll be four in april so the only other thing the only thing actually that i could see right now is um every now and then his temper will show and i have a bad temper so i'm like oh my god he gets that from me yeah and it's gonna get worse as he grows yeah wait till you start yelling at each other oh no not looking forward to that Roz, what does add to cart mean (laughs) yeah exactly oh my god so so roxy's back at school now and she came home the other day Kids hadn't been to school since before Christmas. Yeah. And we are now middle of February, right? And she came home, and I was like, how was your first day? She's like, good. She's like, I got bad news. Oh, no. And I was like, what's that? She's like, well, one, I forgot my gym shoes, so I had to go barefoot in school all day today. And I was like, okay, cool. She's like, two, the new snow pants you got me are a little bit too small. And I was like, okay. She goes, three, I forgot my um, my French homework and I got a test tomorrow. Oh, no. And I go, I go, oh, my God, Rox, you had the worst day. She goes, and I forgot my lunch at school. And I go, well, that's no big deal. And she goes, no, 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 no. I forgot my lunch at school before the break. And I go, what, oh. do, I go, what do you mean you forgot your lunch at school before the break? She's like, I left before Christmas and I left my lunch in Tupperware in my desk and I just got it today. Oh, no. And then she immediately goes, not it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, to take so, it out of the bag. So, no, it was Tupperware. It was Tupperware. No, no, and but you, like, it, open, no, where was it? Oh, it, was, it was in her school bag, and she pulled out the Tupperware. Yeah, and what it looked like? It was, I, I, oh, I what don't. What was it? Do okay, you even I, know? I, yeah, I think it was, I think it was, um, it was a piece of chicken and about a half dozen Brussels sprouts. Oh, great. In, first of all, can in, I just say rotting Brussels sprouts? That's a wretched stench. In hot Tupperware, right? Like in her desk at, at school. And it was, and I say maybe it was a chicken breast and Brussels sprouts because yeah. it was black. The whole thing was black mold and like de- decomposing. Like it was like liquid. Well, you don't keep like, the Tupperware. Yeah, I had to keep the Tupperware. You don't use Why? Because it's her favorite Tupperware. Why you just throw it away? Exactly. Why you just... Because Catherine was in the kitchen. You couldn't go online and add the cart like you always bro, do? Bro. You could buy the same Tupperware. I'm, ta- you, I'm telling you, okay, we don't do that stuff in my house. No, okay? but you literally I, cannot I, eat out of that. But in this no. situation, bro. Guys, guys, I'm on your side. 
right? I'm, I'm like, I'm so on you're your arguing side. with them in my house. You don't do that in my house. I go and put a COVID mask on and I'm scrubbing <laughs> it out, okay, Ew, yeah. like like an idiot in the sink, oh. like trying not to throw up in my mask yeah. as I'm scrubbing this out. Was but, there a smell? Oh my Wait, god! But Roxy wanted to keep the Tupperware. Yes, it's her favorite Tupperware. What did it smell like? Oh, like I, death. Like it was so. You know what it was? It was the weird thing is that. You know the difference between smelling something that is coming out of the fridge and smelling something that comes out of the oven? Yeah. Something that comes out of the oven, there's a different smell to it. It's a hot smell. Like, uh-huh. it, it, it hits your face. That's what this was like when I opened the Tupperware. It was It was a hot Whoa. smell. Where when it, 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 like, it, it just hit differently. How long did it sit right? in the trash? Uh, oh, no, it immediately went out to the bin. Oh, do you have one of those yeah, things in the yeah, sink yeah, where, yeah. like, it grinds the food? A garburator? Yeah. No, they're illegal in Toronto. Why would I have one of those? Are they? Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I don't think they so, make those anymore, do they? Yeah, you oh, my dad has that. You can find it. Right. Oh. Any, anything, anything you want, you just got to install it after inspection. Okay? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's true. That's, yeah, yeah, okay? that's true. Any, anything you want, just after inspection. <laughs> and then if you ever have plumbing, plumbing problems, it's like one thing to unhook. And yeah. And you're fine. You put a bucket over it upside down and nobody knows any different. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, okay? I'm just saying. So that. you had to scrape out the moldy oh, food. Oh God! And you I got was rid hitting of it. it. And then how I long mean, did it I'm take hitting, for you to, to uh, scrape out or uh, clean the Tupperware? I'm hitting the Tupperware. It's stuck to the bottom, right? And I'm hitting the Tupperware oh. on the side of the trash can to try and loosen up these Brussels sprouts that were all just jammed into this one little compartment, uh-huh. and they're just coming out piece by piece. Gross. And then the hard top part came out, and then I flipped it over, and the only thing that was left was the wet bottom. And I'm, I'm smashing it and smashing it. That's a fun nickname. Right? Uh-huh. I'm smashing it and smashing it. And then it just starts to drip, right? And <laughs> and and I know that it's not, I'm not going to get it any, I'm not going to, I'm not going to release it by doing that. So that's when it goes in the sink and then I got to get in there with my hand. Uh, Jenny says here, what's something embarrassing you did when you were dating your spouse? Any stories? Um... I mean, I did a lot of like, but like embarrassing compared to what? Like embarrassing for her or embarrassing for me? Like, I would say I make embarrassing a jerk for, out of myself. I would say or? embarrassing for you. Um, I'm sure that there were a lot for me as well. Jeez, I don't know if like I, I don't think in terms of things like being embarrassing or not, unless oh. unless somebody points it out to me. Okay, right? I don't think she. Yeah, no, nah, she wouldn't kill me for saying this. Okay, try, give it a go. Why not? Okay, what do you got to lose? Okay, this is probably, yeah, this is actually the most embarrassing. Okay, embarrassing for you or embarrassing for her? Oh, no, for me. Oh, okay, good. So there was one night, I'm trying, okay, can I make this PG? Yeah, there was one night Yeah. we were making out. Okay. Like heavy. Nice. And I was getting really (laughs) really excited. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right? Here we go. (laughs) And I got... Too excited. Oh. Rather quickly. Okay. <laughs> and then I needed some time to. <laughs> okay. Did you. Okay. You, you needed... I needed I needed some time again yeah. to build up to the point where we were in the moment. I got you. Now, did you get too excited? All my clothes were on. Did you? Okay, so you got you got too excited in enclosed quarters. Yes. Okay, so it's not that you got too excited on something. No. Okay. It was trapped. Yes. Okay, and then you had to go and there was a uh, much like Broadway, there was a costume change. I imagine. Correct. Okay. Okay. 
and then you needed to take an Actually, intermission. No. You had to have intermission. There was no, um, there was no costume change because I we weren't at my place. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I didn't have anything else with me there. You didn't no. at all. No. no, interesting. And then you just walked around for the rest of the day with a soaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing, okay. dude. And did you did you like you obviously you had to say something right like you had to you had to tell her in the oh, moment I told what, her, what yeah. happened I was like listen right. babe like you're turning me on so much right now yeah right? just like, <laughs> like, like I'm so sorry this is what you get right? you're, you're so good you just flip that right back on her oh, you are so good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wow. guys have any stories not hey, like that hell no <laughs> bravo sir bravo. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think, Maureen. You you had to have done something embarrassing. Yeah, but I can't talk that. Mine no, are, like, no, boring compared but, to but that. But you're you're different. Your your embarrassments are different, though. Are are they not? Like, well, I, I, I mean, don't know. the very date number one, he got to my place. I was still in the shower. Okay. Right? So that's I left the the door unlocked. I mean, it was purposefully embarrassed. I think that your embarrassing moments I mean, my came from when you were. Was embarrassing because he walked in going, I don't think I can be with somebody like this. I had two cats. And the walls were covered in autographed headshots like a Jewish delicatessen. Of yourself or of other people? No, of like any, like I would write to celebrities asking for, or like, can I have your autograph? So it was just walls were covered. Because you thought that, you thought that would turn people on, right? Like you I thought, thought that was so like some cool. sort of aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you would set your place up and like look at all these famous people. And look at just, me, look at me. he just me. wasn't buying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maury's embarrassing moments that, that I can recall over the years all have to do with him thinking that he's really, really great at being romantic. <laughs> and then yeah. things just fail. Oh, like when I made him the first meal ever, and he was like, I'm not eating that. What was the first meal? Of orange roughy fish with... No, it wasn't. It was... What the hell is orange roughy fish? It's a kind of fish where I usually made... This wasn't it. It was, it was rigatoni pasta yeah. with corn and um, breadcrumbs. Why do you put and corn in pasta everything? And pasta sauce. <laughs> I just Why do you put corn. corn in everything? Yeah. No, that was the meal was embarrassing. I can't top Mocha's story. That's incredible. I was even trying to picture. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I was That's, trying to picture. That was the that was the goal. I'm trying to think. I I I'm pretty sure I did some. But the problem is, Catherine was just never let me feel embarrassed. Right. Yeah. Like like I just like she's never once sort of you know now she does all the time. <laughs> but I've been, I've done embarrassing things since being with him. Yeah. You know where you don't close the internet and things are open. Oh well, that's um, that's shameful. I don't know yeah. how embarrassing that is. Like, what are you like? Is are, like just pictures of others, not of yourself. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Like I left a video open. A video. Wow. And I was oh crap! I didn't close the browser. Right. Yeah. Now, do you comment on these videos? Like, if he scrolled down, would he see comments from Maury? <laughs> like in the comment section? Like just keeping the conversation going? You know no, what I mean? No. no you no, don't do that. No, not publicly. No. no. What, you would just DM people? If need be. If need be. <laughs> Wait, okay. so you would see somebody in a video and then go find, go through the trouble of finding what their social is and then like on Twitter and or Instagram? I, I DM'd a porn star once and I was you like, I, I just have to say you're my favorite. Oh God! And what did he say back? Not just heart emojis. Oh, no, he no, really? there's a reply. Heart, heart emojis. Heart emoji? Yeah. God, I don't know what kind of time you have to have to 
watch porno and then go and find the person on yeah. social and DM them to let them know that you're their favorite. I mean, I'm sure as a performer, they probably love that, and that's why they do that, right? That's why they leave the DMs open and everything else. But God, Maury, like you're like it's not as embarrassing as Mo- Mocha's story. What? No. Listen, Mocha was with his future wife <laughs> at the time. Right? <laughs> um. So when that porn star just replied with heart emojis, did you try to keep the conversation going? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. did they reply or no? I told them what outfit I liked. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> the blue strap was my favorite outfit. <laughs> I asked, wow. I asked head- him what his tattoo meant. Oh, God. <laughs> Why are you just Does like Matt, I bet Matthew doesn't even know. He has no idea, right? No, he's very busy. No, he's very busy. Does Matthew do that when you're not around? Does he go on I'm the sure. computer? I'm sure. I mean, I, he leaves do. the bathroom door open when he's sitting to pee, and he's scrolling through. Like, he looks, he follows accounts of, like, you know, um, men with dogs, at men with dogs and stuff like that. Right. You know, or, That's sexy? No, but he's That's not, a sexy handle? No, no, dog, he'll, he'll look dogs? like there's, like, shirtless guys or whatever, and he'll be like, oh, But he's yeah. not, like, looking at porn and stuff, is he? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. No. He's probably just better at hiding it than you are. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, RP says here, do you guys warm up your car in the winter before you drive? No. Before you head out? No. no? Yeah, Maury? It's- well, no, you're at underground parking. I so. park underground. Yeah, so no. Um, I my car is in the garage, so I just back out and leave. Mm-hmm. So no, when I used to our old house, when I parked on the driveway, um, yeah, I would I'd let it heat up for like one maybe two minutes. Oh, really? I remember the point not for a name. long not for uh, a long time. I I I look at that as a sign of weakness. Why? I don't know. I just do. Unless here's the only way that that's acceptable is okay. if you put the key in the ignition and you start your car and then you have to clear snow off the car. Well, yeah, I think I think obviously. that that's fine. But, I did that. But I think that just when it's cold out and there's no snow in the car and then I see somebody start their car to warm it up. Yeah. I'll do it for Catherine all the time. Like if we're leaving somewhere and I know Catherine's got a lot of stuff to do and it's snowed or it's freezing cold, I'll go outside and clear off her car and start a car for her. Right. Yeah. I'll do all that. Um, but when I just see somebody normally like some dude where you, I just see you just start your car. And then, like, go back in the house or even just the remote start from inside the house. I always look at that as a sign of weakness. Oh, I used to do the remote car, uh, remote start thing. Really? As well. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. When I got no. that, when I came downstairs from the bedroom and I was gathering all my stuff for work, yeah. I would immediately go to the start window, up. press the button to start the car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ross thinks you're weak. I don't uh, trust that. No, but even when I would sit there with the engine running, I didn't do it for the sake of waiting for the car to, to heat up. My dad always taught me, or taught me, told me when I was younger, let the car run a little bit, yeah. let the engine heat up. It was more for the for the, the lifespan of the car yeah. as opposed to me being warm. I like right. to pretend in the underground like I'm being chased, like when I'm, so I walk quickly to the car, get in and speed away. What do you and mean I, pretend? It's because you're just terrified. And yeah. I love making that screeching sound when I peel away. As though, and like, you're Yaris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You rebel. <laughs> okay, uh, Fast and Furious. SV says here, when you guys make mac and cheese, do you throw the butter, milk, and cheese all at once and stir or each one individually? Do I throw the butter, milk, and cheese? No, you I have assume... to do butter and milk first. Let that melt because the problem is if you put the cheese powder in, it gets all the, clumpy the with the butter. cheese powder? I, because yeah. I assume SV means, uh, and why more is answering this way, means like the in a box like a craft yeah it's, i'm talking KD. Oh! craft mac and cheese right oh, oh i have no opinions on this because you do your mac and cheese i, have, I haven't made ma- i think the last time i made a mac and cheese i was probably in grade 10 
Oh, really? Yeah, like a box. A box. The last time I had mac and cheese, black and white. No, no, that was a box, black and white. Shut up. The last time I had mac and cheese, I remember because I hadn't had it in so long. Yeah. First of all, delicious. Yep. But then, like ten minutes later, you feel bloated for the rest of the day. I have it once a month. Do you? Yeah, I have like a like a case at home. I love it. Do you Jeez. just do you put anything in it? Like, cause like do you put hot dogs in it or anything? Do you like know that? my mac and or, cheese recipe? No, no, no I, I know, I know. Yeah, let me guess. I got corn in it. Yeah, no, no I my know. My corn with egg and tuna. You've had my, but mac that's and not cheese. mac and cheese though, is it? That's with mac and cheese. Like the box mac and cheese. Yes. Oh, I thought that you made a whole separate mac and cheese for that. Uh, no, but uh, for me, mac and cheese was never a was never something that I would ever want to eat on its own. And I, I understand that everybody would just eat it out of the pot and eat the whole box and everything else. Well, you have a side dish? But to me, mac and cheese was only ever a side. Like, mm. I would never have just mac and cheese. Like, if, if if I was having mac and cheese, it would be because I was also having a sandwich. Like, I would never oh. just have mac and cheese. No oh, way, man. But when man. you're eating the whole thing out of the pot, that's a big meal. When no, no, no. I was in high school or even college, when I would get home, yeah, I would make two of those boxes. Really, huh? For one sitting and eat that too. Do you yeah. pour it into a bowl or eat it right from the pot? Uh, no, I just put it in a bowl. Oh, no, eat right from the pot. Well, we used to have a big freezer. See, my lunches in school were, were this because I would go home for lunch every day. Yeah. And uh, my parents used to go to whatever butcher, M&M meats, or whatever it was, whatever the, the one that they had access to back in the day. And they would buy boxes of frozen hamburgers, but there would be like 100 patties in each box. Jeez. Whoa. Yeah. And then they would buy like restaurant size bags of buns, just terrible buns, but like huge bags of buns. And they would all just sit in the freezer. And so for lunch, I would go downstairs and you never brought a knife with you is what you would do is my if my brother was there with me, I'd be like, hey, you want two? And he'd be like, yeah, I want two. And then you would go down, and they were in stacks of six. Yeah. So six, 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 all the way across. Or maybe five. There were five. And they were downstairs. And where the freezer was was a concrete floor. And instead of going down and with a knife and prying them apart, uh-huh. the thing that you would do is you would reach into the box, grab a stack of five, hold it up above your head, and drop it on the concrete floor. And you would repeat this process until all the burgers separated from each other oh that, my were fro- God. that were frozen but together. But then you risk, like, maybe one of the burgers splitting in half they would never, They would never split, right? Yeah. They would never split, but sometimes you had to drop it, like, 20 times. And so that, that's all you would hear was yeah. us just dropping frozen hamburgers on the dirty concrete floor, <laughs> right? And then, and then go upstairs. We'd put the barbecue on uh-huh. and barbecue for lunch i barbecued for lunch from i don't know from uh, from the school starting until november and then you wouldn't in the winter and then from spring until the time school ended i would just go home and barbecue every single day for lunch i'd go home and barbecue and just barbecue have... a whole bunch and then microwave them each day oh stop it you're so why you can barbecue fresh yeah and have fresh burgers every they're day they're frozen fresh yeah uh so when you're talking about like let's say the the craft dinner sv my routine would be to put in what do they recommend? What do they recommend on the box? Does anybody do? You, do you recall what you know they what? say? What order? Say, no, it doesn't say anything. About no. It doesn't. It no. just says this, sure? this, and this. That's oh. right. With I a would, picture, it shows a picture. I okay. would put in milk first, mm-hmm. stir it around, then put in butter, stir it around until the butter completely melted, then put in the powdered cheese. Butter first because the milk will cool the noodle, so you want to make sure the butter has the full hotness of the noodle to melt. So I do butter, then milk, then cheese. Butter, then milk, then cheese. Yeah. And you put the cheese on the noodles once the noodles are in the the butter mixture. Because if you put it all at the same time, the cheese clumps with the butter. 
and then it doesn't mix. No, but if well. the if the stove's still on, it'll still melt. Oh, like I turn the stove there. off after I drain the noodles. Oh no, I leave the stove on to oh. keep everything hot. Oh no, no. Interesting. Okay, I hope that hope we answered that question for you. John Jay says here, if there was a John Rosin Mocha, the movie, what can you envision the genre and plot to be about? Would it be an origin story? Would it be a drama? Would it be a buddy comedy? I think it would be basically what we do now. I think it would be a comedy because our show is a comedy. Yes. Right? And I think it would just end up telling the stories that, like, the bulk of it would have to be the stories that happen once we leave here, our individual lives at right. home, and then coming back in here together right. and telling those stories. See, I picture a rom-com. What's the romantic part? Right? <laughs> Maury, if you were, listen, man, if you wanted accuracy, like, they would do a movie of the show, and they would get to your parts, and people would be sad. <laughs> <laughs> When you when you when you went home, uh, right? People would be it would it would fail so horribly with test audiences. Yeah, they would be like, "What is all the sad bits in there with that guy when he goes home and it's miserable all the time? What is that? He's we don't like want that in a comedy." Watching porno and like yeah, DMing yeah, porn like stars. you like you remember you remember like like every now and then in those old Judd Apatow movies they would be really really funny, but then they would always take a weird serious turn at some point. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Oh, I just wish this." part wasn't in it yeah that would be all the just maury leave, bits leave the funny parts. yeah that would be all the maury bits <laughs> uh and finally honey monkey says here david maury how many years ago is 700 bce well bc like before christ right do people okay. still say that i don't know you tell okay. me so 700 and then we're now in 2021 so 700 so 700 so one um two so 2,721 years ago. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know the answer. Hold on here. Oh. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, 700, if you ramp up, it then brings you to zero. So you're just basically doing 2021 plus 700. What did they say? 700 BC? Yeah. BCE. How long ago was... Because I don't know anything about this stuff, man. I wish I did. I don't know how I got through school not knowing this stuff. Um, how long ago is... I don't remember them teaching this kind of stuff in school. Maybe no, they did. No, I know. Because you have BCE and then you have AD. Like, you have all this stuff. Like, it's not just a matter of winding the calendar back and starting at zero, right? So BCE was 38... was 3,828 years ago. This was wow. from 2018, I believe. Oh, I'm very wrong. Uh, with that said, if you take the current year and add it to the BCE date... 1810 you end up with the result of 3228 i don't know man this stuff is like i don't know how to calculate this stuff it's just never been a part well, of my we'll world just say i'm right and move on hold on no, okay hold you're on, not hold on. okay how long ago was so you said what more you said initially i said 2721 right I think that that's what a lot of people do, but I don't think that that's the right answer. I don't think that that's the right way to do it. But I, I'm no expert in this. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that stuff. I don't even know when, like, when did the character, when did they, like, start off at zero? Like, did they start off at zero? Did they go, hey, we're done with this now, and now we're going to start at zero? Uh, I think... Or did that happen after the fact where they said, hey, all those years ago, we're going to... No, we're zero, gonna... zero reset on when Jesus was born. 
Um, From what I remember in school, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But I think that that may be Christian jargon. I don't know if Could that... Could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, historians have never indicated a year zero. This means oh. that between, for example, uh, January 1st, 500 B.C. and January 1st, 500 A.D., there are 99 years, 500 years B.C. and 499 years A.D. preceding 500. In common usage, Anno Domini 1 is preceded by the year 1 B.C. without an inverting, without intervening zero year. Whatever the hell that means. So I guess there was no zero year. Mm. So in other words, more you're still wrong. No, I was going to say that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Hit know, us up man. on Instagram once a week. We will post a photo that reads Ask Roz and Mocha. Uh, in the comment section is where we get all of your questions from. Feel free to go nuts. We love all your questions. We try uh, our very best to get through as many as we can on future episodes of the podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 92.5. Kiss92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.